This episode is brought to you by the YouTube channel Comic Pop. If you enjoy this show, subscribe to youtube.com slash comic pop for even more deep dives into your favorite comics. Hey folks, welcome to Off the Rack, I'm Sal. And I'm Tiffany. This is a comic book video show. Welcome to the show. It is and a video show. Yeah, where we talk about books that came out this past week, recap and review them, let you know what we thought about them. And then, more or less, we recommend books that come out next week, but we didn't really put together a list, so we're just going to talk about books and stuff. Um, I will say at the top of the show, X-Men Fantastic Four number one from Zdarsky is coming out next week. Mm. That's pretty exciting. That is very exciting. Uh, it's one of those books Hickman doesn't have time to write. I'm glad he's given it to Zdarsky. He's top two best writers in Marvel right now, so oh. who better? Um, although, if someone was going to do the X-Men Fantastic Four book, I'd kind of expect Hickman. Yeah, right? I mean, maybe that just means he has a lot of faith in Zdarsky's I abilities. Would. Yeah, I would definitely be. I'd be like, here's where he needs to go. Yeah, Good luck. just get there. Enjoy yourself. Yeah, because the other thing is everyone finds you know uh, Hickman to be kind of like a definitive uh, Fantastic Four author. Of course. But Zdarsky on Marvel 2-in-1 made everybody go, oh, how come he's not doing the, the Fantastic Four book? So, yeah, yeah. myself included. Um, I don't know anyone who was saying that, but I certainly was. <laughs> Someone somewhere was saying that. Yeah, it was definitely me. Uh, but yeah, so welcome to the show. Uh, before we get started, I want to mention this show is sponsored by viewers like you who are watching the show live. You're watching it right now. Guess what? You're inadvertently a sponsor. Surprise. Uh, all you got to do to sponsor the show is use Super Chats, ask a question, make a comment. We'll read it here on the show. The money goes to the channel. That's what sponsorships look like mm -hmm. uh, so congratulations you are a sponsor uh so we'll get into those in just a little bit before we do got a number of books that came out this past week we want to talk about obviously um uh let's talk about new mutants really quick because i, I came to a realization <laughs> if you follow me on twitter sal says what or at the real zoobs uh you'll find that i got like i had this like existential crisis when it came to new mutants mm -hmm. because like inadvertently i missed every other book practically where mm -hmm. Hickman was, like, passing it off to Ed Brisson and uh, Flaviano to do their own New Mutant story. So, like, I've been singing its praise. I've been like, New Mutants is the one of the best titles mm -hmm. in the X-Men pantheon right now. It's amazing. The art's amazing. You know, the, the story with the, with our classic New Mutants characters in, in space and doing all this fun stuff. It's awesome, and I love it. Um, people have been like, I don't like New Mutants. I've, I've, I've dropped. And, and you're I'm like, I don't understand. I, don't, I never got it. And it's like, oh, right. And then I read all the books I've missed because here's what's going on here. New Mutants number one, that's the space story. New Mutants number two, that's the space story. New Mutants number three, that's the farm story with like armor and farm. beak. New Mutants number four, also farm story. New Mutants number five, space story. Number six, farm again. Seven back to space. Solicited till issue 10, what the hell's going on? That's a horrible way to publish a comic book. Should have been a separate series, or at the very least, wait a minute. Now I'm seeing that the solicitations for the trade for New Mutants is going to be issues one, two, five. That's it. <laughs> no, wait, it's one, two, five, yeah, five and seven. seven. Yeah. Yeah. Are you out of your mind? So, well, I mean, I guess if you if you desperately need to tell them simultaneously, then tell like all the odds are space. All the evens are farm. Right, but clearly, like, they didn't plan it, or, like, they... This this Brisson book is the filler book. This is the book where it's like, okay, we don't have time, we gotta fill it in with something else, and mm -hmm. we can't just, like, do a backup. It's gotta be a whole thing. Right. And that whole thing is boring, mm -hmm. and I don't like it. So, like, I get it. 
So I'm dropping the book. I'm out. I'm out of New Mutants. It's terrible. Like, it, it's just by virtue of the fact that, like, that's not how you make comics. Right. You no. were liking the space story. The space story is great. I, I was reading somebody on Twitter, the other, like, yesterday, was like, I loved it. I thought it was a great ending to the series. I'm like, they blow up in space and they all just float around and they, do, oh, so the, it was kind of dark, but I kind of got it. I'm like, no, you didn't get it because that's not the end. They didn't just kill them in space and they're going to wake up on Krakoa and go, oh, that was crazy. Good thing we'd have these backup. Like, no. Like, that's not how a story is comprised. Right. Unless you're watching The Departed. But in any case, uh, I'm skipping New Mutants. Uh, the sixth issue I, I caused me to fix it and it aligned it, but it is such a filler book. Mm. It's boring. It's, it's unnecessary. Mm -hmm. You know, it's using characters that, like, I know there's a lot of fan favorites. I actually did like armor occasionally. Okay. But Beak, no. Glob, fun, but I liked him in, like, Avengers Arena. Right. You know, that kind of thing. I like the cover. The covers are great. The covers are all great. But the it's between those covers where yeah. it becomes you, problematic. Yeah, it's the old adage. Exactly. But that being said, you know, uh, I'll be reading issue seven. We'll see what happens. But I'll be... Since you're dropping it, what happened? Well, I'm dropping this. Like, any like I'm just going to continue to not get this... This, whatever this is. Even this, if it was by accident. This mess, yeah. But I, like, inadvertently missed all of it. How I love bizarre. That. Like, you know. I really love that you did that. There's just so much going on. Yeah. You know? It's weird. But anyway, New Mutants. No. <laughs> More like No Mutants. I don't know. Really? That's what you're going to go with? That's, that's all I got. Anyway, let's jump into some super chats. Okay. Uh, Christopher L. says, From here on out, I'll be known as Sponsor Boy. Love you guys. Thank you, Sponsor Boy. Thank Welcome you. to the show. And thank you very much for fulfilling your role. No, but really. Thanks for just watching the show. Thank but you the so sponsorship much. Is, is appreciated. Yes. Fake Grant Morrison says, I have to set up the undergrad physics lab for tomorrow morning, so I'm going to have to go to bed with a deep sadness knowing I'll miss the live show. Aww. Have a great one. Well, thank you very much, Fake Grant Morrison. Watch out for science experiments gone awry. Yeah. And or watch don't. Yeah. Maybe, you know, worst case scenario, uh, you know, you inhale a deadly poison. Best case scenario, that poison turns you into a cool, like, science-based hero or villain. Yeah. Either way, exciting times are ahead for the great Grant Morrison. <laughs> and uh, Nick from Pluto mentioned, uh, hey, Sal and Tiffany, I'm starting my second semester of college, and I'm taking a class about comics as literature. It's Ooh. really sick. I love that, man. That's great. That's great. You're going to do great. Yeah, when I was in college, there were no classes like that. No. There was one class. It was... It was physics, it was mov the, the movies in physics or something like that. It was a science curriculum requirement where it was like, we're going to analyze the physics of the movies. Of films. Of science fiction movies. Oh. Like, does the physics work and stuff like that. And I was like, that sounds like it's lulling. It, 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 it sounded like a trap. Was it? I heard, I had heard it was a trap, and then I found out, like, no, that's a dummy class. That's a class for people who didn't want to take science. And I'm like, that's you. That's what I needed. <laughs> That would have Not saved that you're me from a dummy. The, no, that would have saved me from the D's I used to get from science and math. I am totally a dummy. Uh, and uh, Big O Adrian says it's filler and it's garbage dropping it. Fair enough, man. Yeah, that's where I am. Um, but I do. I, I I can't sing its praises enough. I loved what I thought was New Mutants, but this other shit just keeps getting in the way. I'm like, get out of here. I li I literally picked up this issue and I'm like, what the what I what's know, happening? I was, I was there. What's happening? It was so baffling. What's the matter? Big O. 
Anyway, uh, let's jump into it. Well, what, okay. You have a book you want to talk about before uh, we get started? I, I don't know. Before we get before into we get started? the next one? We've before already gotten, we get started. We've already started. It's I don't know. I most, everything I read, no, not everything. Most of what I read this week was Marvel, mm-hmm. so I guess I'll go there. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Let's do Doctor Strange number two. Oh, yeah. The, 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 the Surgeon Supreme. The Surgeon Supreme getting wrecked. Do you think this is going to be like a new era for Doctor Strange where it's like, oh, my God, I can't believe like how awesome this is. Like People are going to miss yeah. the Surgeon Supreme. I, I think some people will probably like it. I, I, there are some people who like what Wade was doing before. That's true. I admitted to saying in this first issue that like I thought there were some kind of neat, interesting things happening. Yes, I remember you saying that. I don't feel that way so much anymore. <laughs> Fair enough. Uh, yeah. Remember, Strange got like thrown into the into the river. Yes. Like you know, every New Yorker fears. Yeah. What happened to them. I wake up in the East River in a sack! Yeah, yeah. It's like, first of all, let's be honest, drowning is not your number one priority right now. You're no. in a horrible, dirty river. That's right. Um, He manages to, of course, cast a spell which teleports him to his forge because Mark Wade invented his forge. Remember his magical forge where he, yeah. So like, <laughs> we gotta go there where he's like, how is Doctor Strange gonna fix this problem? If you thought through standard magic investigation like through a, through and detective work, adventure. no. Yeah. If you instead realize that he will always just be able to go to his forge and make whatever he needs to fix his problems okay then that's what happens oh cool all right until it won't i guess right like so he goes to his forge he's gonna be like what the hell my forge didn't work Ah! classic dr strange forge Ah! so he makes he makes these gauntlets to use later on And, and by gauntlets i mean gloves and by gloves, right. I mean gigantic and, mittens. And I guess he wouldn't have done that if his hands weren't fixed, right? Made gloves? No, like, the gloves are literally to, like, use to protect himself against, um, uh, what's his face? <laughs> the Wrecker? <laughs> yeah. I was like, what is, is it really the Wrecker? Yeah, it really is the yeah. Wrecker. I, my brain would not well, let you know me it is. acknowledge it's, that. It's because he's from the Wrecking, wrecking crew. crew. And I'm like, there's no way that my brain is pulling the right Well, and name all the right other now. ones have like fun names. They have real names. Yeah, no. like, well, villain names. Yeah, but no. But he's the Wrecker. But he's the Wrecker. That's why it's the Wrecking Crew, because it's his crew. But they all wreck. They do. They do technically all wreck. They, they should all re- So anyway, um... Then it's also revealed that his uh, assistant has like a model of Doctor Strange's sanctum, like sanctorum. Oh. But like he made it himself, and he has little figures, and he plays with them. Oh. Okay. And he has like a Spider-Man calendar, which is admittedly a fun-looking Spider-Man calendar. Yes, it is. And like, essentially, like he, they touch base. He's like working on looking stuff up for Doctor Strange in Doctor Strange Land, not uh-huh. in Medical Land. Right. And he has to go meet the um the head of the hospital okay right the, the hospital's new dean which i was like there are deans at hospitals i thought they're just the head of the hospital i don't know that though because that's literally something i wouldn't know no that's um, fair he has to go talk to anthony ludgate okay i don't know who that is oh uh, that would be dr druid <laughs> who was like dead and now isn't <laughs> sure. and dr strange is like you were dead he's like i know at least they acknowledge it that's 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 part of the course at marvel yeah well, he's like you were dead i got better he Whoa. doesn't say that he's just like yeah i don't know <laughs> that's a story for another time. Yeah, and Doctor Strange is like, that's this. This part is that's actually kind of fun kinda neat. because it's like Doctor Strange is like, okay, yeah, these oh. are, these are all really weird things that you're telling me right now, and things that are probably going to come up later on. <laughs> and in fact, like he's just like, no, nah, it's cool, man. Like I just wanted to see what your deal is with the hospital. Like you don't really work for the hospital or whatever. Right. And then Strange is like, no, I just perform the the surgeries that no one else can. And he's just like, I see you're just as modest as ever, Steve. Um, <laughs> he's like, that's fine. That works for me. I don't care. And he's like, well, we'll talk next week. So he leaves, and then we see on his desk there's a map of Weird World. Oh, cool! And I was like, this sounds like a way more interesting story. Yeah. Well, I'm sure we're going to Weird World. 
world. Fine. I would like to get there now, though. So then, like, <laughs> the Wrecker is back to wrecking things up. So Strange goes off to fight him. And uh, then Thunderball shows up. Yay! And he, too, has a magical weapon. Normally, he would have, like, a chain with a... A ball and chain. Yeah. So his no. wife shows up. Yeah. Ha, ha, ha. Get out. <laughs> but instead, like, the the ball part of it is, like, a sun or a star. <laughs> So Strange right. is like, all right, this mm-hmm. is bad. So then inevitably Strange just gets the, the um, okay, so Strange lets them, like, topple a building on him, kind of. Okay. And then, like, Thunderball's like, okay, cool, we got him. And Eric is like, no, I thought he was dead last time, but he's not. <laughs> yeah, I threw, him so, off a, I threw him off a pier. So he's, like, you know, using his little crowbar to, like, dig him up, and all of a sudden Strange is like, ah! And he tries to get the, the crowbar away from him. Yeah. And instead, the, like, record just takes his crowbar and shoves it into him because it can open anything now since it's magical. Right. And so it opens up and we see all these like mystical, like not mystical, multiversal Whoa. versions of Doctor Strange. What? And so then they all like simultaneously need to work together to stop this. Do we get 1602 Doctor Strange? Um, We literally see like three panels of this and then we don't <laughs> mention it again. Okay. In this issue. That's like classic, that, that's a current classic Marvel for me right now where it's like, hey, here's a thing that like is a callback and it might be a thing you might be excited about. And uh-huh. It's like, it's, we didn't do that. No, we're not doing that. That's um, too bad. But, like, it's kind of cool-ish. Yeah. But, like, again, kind of a more interesting story. Hmm. That's a that's a pretty specific setup. I wouldn't be surprised if Wade, like, stole, like, had Strange steal his crowbar and be like, here we go! <laughs> right? Well, he gets the crow. Well, no, he can't. Because he, he ends up using the mittens that he has to, like, pull the crowbar Those away from mittens. him. Yeah. And then, they're not mittens, they're gloves. And then he grabs Thunderball's ball and chain, and he uses them... He used to get rid of the magical energy from them, so he uses it to rebuild the city around them that had been destroyed oh, by the wrecking okay. crew, the two of them. Mm-hmm. And then they're 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 destroyed. Oh. And so Strange like talks to Wrecker, who's just like, you know, he's like, Where did you get these from? And he's just like, I don't know, they were part of my payment. <laughs> uh. And he's just like, eh, he's telling the truth. Damn it. And he's like, I don't understand where they're getting these things from. And then we see like at the forge, there's like a green pool and a little tentacle that like pulls something <gasps> away from it. Oh like... man. Yeah. And then there was a backup of like strange Academy, which I honestly didn't yeah. read because like, I'll read it when it comes out. Yeah. Because like, I'm not terribly excited for the current state of what they're doing with Dr. Strange because it's, I mean like it's Zelma looking like seemingly running the Academy. So mm-hmm. like fine, whatever. Um, but like Wade did that thing that like classic comics used to do where like we see a lot of the same language that we used in the issue beforehand but it feels less like an homage to classic comic writing mm-hmm. and more just like he kind of forgot he said all of this <laughs> oh, I see um so I I don't know this story honestly feels like it's spinning its wheels right now mm-hmm. and being that it's a new number one launch of this like you know Doctor Strange being the Surgeon Supreme yeah um I mean, I wasn't expecting, like, a huge, like, world-ending event, but, like, he's already shown me two things that seem seemingly are more interesting than yeah, this. Yeah, than what we're actually getting. And, like, honestly, Strange does not seem to be having an issue with juggling being a doctor and, like, being you the You mean the premise of the story? Yeah, or so, the like, book? so are we going to get that at some point? I don't know. I'm sure he will when the book gets canceled. Like, the last issue will be like, you're fired. Oh, I'm sad. Then the record will be like, ha-ha, bam! <laughs> My hands, not again! Yeah. Right? I don't know. <laughs> and then we had to run another secret history of the Marvel Universe. Great. Um, fair enough. Yeah. I gotta tell you, like, the idea of Doctor Strange, like, wielding power gauntlets and fighting the Wrecker and the Wrecker wrenching open, like, multiple... Like, it... it the, that's, number it's... one, the art's pretty dope. Number yeah. two, that sounds pretty cool. Yeah. 
No, it does. But we're not really dealing with that, though. It no. was a means to an end. <clears throat> right, right. Um, and like, again, why would Shumagorath mess around with with people like? I don't think record? it's. A, I don't think no. I mean, there are a lot of green tentacles. It's Shumagorath. Because it's the one you remember. It's not like he's gonna in, invent Shumagorath's son. Maybe uh, <laughs> the son of Gorath. Well, it could be something from Monster Island. It's gonna tie into Weird World that way. Yeah, I, I feel like it's probably gonna be that Shumagorath is banished to Weird World, and he runs it now, kind of like a Nihilus runs the Negative Zone. Okay. Is that we'll is that cool? I yeah, I mean like you know what it is like I'm just like what is cool anymore? Yes, um, <laughs> nothing. <laughs> that's fair. That's a good point. <laughs> that's how I feel a lot. Uh, I will say by the way uh, before we get continue on, um, if you are experiencing difficulties, it's because of your app, not because of the stream or yeah, because of the channel. Sorry uh, about that. It's just the app. I don't know why, uh, and they're never gonna fix it. They might someday. Yeah, act- they might update accidentally. the Accidentally. Right, when they replace something you like. <laughs> uh, Rystone117 says, just wanted to say love your content. Look forward to more. Thank you. Uh, thank you very much, man. Uh, any chance you guys will do Irredeemable on back issues in the future? No. Uh, we will not be doing Irredeemable on this channel. Uh, and the simple fact is it's because not enough of you guys bought it when it first came out. So not enough of you will watch it when it comes out on video. Mm. So, uh, and that's it. That's the sad reality of the thing. Um you know, it's all a numbers game, ladies and gentlemen. And sometimes, like, we can we can futz it. You know, movies coming out, character, big thing. If they made an irredeemable show, totally. Yeah. If they made a movie, absolutely. If it's just because I think it's cool, that's not enough anymore. It's got to be, there's some kind of other thing tying it to mm. its its excitement. Uh, and, and that's just not enough. If it was new and coming out, maybe. Yeah, but like Invincible is another one I'd love to do on the channel. Right. We can't do it until either the movie or whatever show, I think. They're, they're doing one or the other with Invincible. Yeah. And it's like, well, yeah, when that comes out, we'll get that. Like, we'll do that. But, and that's why. And it has nothing to do with whether we think it's good or not. It's just, it's just a numbers game. Um, sometimes, you know, and, and if we got bigger, if we were like 200,000, 500,000 subscribers, then maybe we could just do things for fun. Yeah. But, and I don't want to do, like, there's another YouTube YouTuber that does this, where, like, there's a Patreon level, where it's like, pay me, and I'll do the book you want me to do. That sucks, and I don't want to do that. <laughs> uh, hey, you know what's funny? Um, uh, we don't normally do Valiant on this channel, unless, like, we're, you know, talking about it. But yeah. uh, Quantum and Woody came out from Chris Hastings, and this is the only book that, I've, that I'm ever excited about when Valiant is concerned. Uh, it's by Ryan Brown, who did the art, mm-hmm. and uh, I actually we did a giveaway last week. That's right, we did. Uh, we gave away uh, a one in one hundred variant. Uh, the lucky winner should be receiving it hopefully in the next day or two. Nice. Um, but uh, but yeah, Quantum and Woody's this book. Uh, it's a it's a continuation of the previous series, but it's also kind of like a fresh start. Quantum and Woody get new powers. Uh, they have a new lease on life. Uh, they were on the run from the government uh, as before. Mm-hmm. Now they're. You know they're they're trying to like ingratiate themselves back into into the the public's good graces and become superheroes again. Right. Uh, if you're not familiar with Quantum and Woody at all, by the way, uh, two brothers. Uh, it's just two brothers. <laughs> it's it's two brothers, uh, and and they uh, they they go they get caught up in some uh, mad scientist laboratory shenanigans. Uh, each of them has one power gauntlet. And so, uh, if they don't clang those gauntlets together over 24 they're, hours... They're like bracelets. They're bracelets, but I like to call them power gauntlets. <laughs> uh, but they, uh, they will de-atomize. So, there are two brothers who hate each other, and their the gimmick is that every 24 hours they have to be near each other so they can clang them together so they don't de-atomize. Uh, there used to be, I think, a part of it where they'd also explode and, cre- and kill all reality or something. But, in any case, this is, uh, you know, just... 
oh, and they hate each other and they're dumb. You know, like Quantum is like the smart one who tries and mm-hmm. Woody is the, you know, lackadaisical, you know, uh, slacker, cu- uh, corner cutter. Um, and it's fun. It's just it's just a fun thing. Uh, but the guy who created uh, Gwenpool and uh, wrote Dr. McNinja is working on this book. So if you aren't already like, oh, shit, that sounds funny. Straight up it is. Uh, <laughs> and if you'd like, you're like, I don't really know anything about Valiant. Guess what? Neither do they. So don't worry about it. Like you can just read it. And you don't have to worry about it. It's That's not like nice. it's not like Bloodshot shows up halfway to the book right. and goes like, "Hey, we're gonna team up." That's never gonna happen. Well, even if it did, they'd have to offer some sort of explanation or do something that didn't require explanation. Exactly. So. But uh, but yeah, I, I really enjoy this series, or at least the first issue. It's a lot of fun. Mm-hmm. Uh, so they're terrible superheroes. Their their foil in this is that there's like a family, you know, like a nuclear family. Okay. And they're like they all love each other and they have great communication. They work together and they're super villains. Oh. Yeah. And so uh, they battle with Quantum and Woody on, in the Capitol building, transported to another dimension. Uh, it's high-flying superheroics, and it's a lot of fun. You're really going to dig it if you like Quantum and Woody, or if you've never heard of them before, you might enjoy it. Okay. Uh, I would recommend it. Uh, and I'm not being, like, encouraged to do so. It's no. Just, I just dug just, it. You just enjoyed it. So check it out. That's nice. Thanks. Uh, and uh, Vincent Brown says, speaking of Doctor Strange, how do you guys feel about Scott Derrickson, Derrickson leaving Doctor Strange 2? I don't remember if you guys talked about it yet. We didn't. We did not. Uh, Scott Derrickson leaving the movie uh, is par for the course when it comes to uh, creatives at Marvel who have a really clear singular vision. Uh, Usually they leave (laughs) because uh, Marvel wants to have a movie that looks like the last six movies. Right. Um, I don't blame them, particularly because, like, as we've discussed on uh, on numerous occasions, um, I think that uh, Taika Waititi and the Russo brothers... Uh, did a better job with Doctor Strange than Scott Derrickson did. Mm-hmm. So, like, the idea of it being like a, like, oh my god, he's gonna really go full horror. The guy from the Annabelle series, right? Is gonna do Doctor Strange, like, really Doctor Strange? That's no skin off my back. What right. do you think? Like, because you love Doctor <laughs> Nobody Strange. Nobody wants to know what I think because I didn't like the first one. And I know that. Right. I know I know everybody says I'm wrong. Yeah. But I didn't like the first one. They took too many liberties with it. Um, well, they also picked the worst source material. Like it wasn't like, hey, let's let's use the the, the, the Roger Stern run, or let's let's do all of. Let's, I don't let's think just, so. Let's just adapt Brian I K. Vaughn's run. Well, yeah, but they did use the oath for source material. Yeah, Nicodemus West is technically in it. But they didn't really like adhere to it. So like, well, it's I, not. There's no there's, no. No, and like, I. Well, and what was the other book they used? I don't remember. Honestly. Strange. Oh, that's right. It was J. strange. Michael Stravinsky, Creator Babylon Five. I just pushed that out of my way, out of my head. That what that book was also not for me, but I know a lot of people really, really enjoyed it. Like uh-huh. people enjoyed that movie. People enjoyed that run. Yes. I'm not one of those people. So like every time somebody asks me that, I'm just like, you're just gonna, you just wanna, you're just gonna yell at me. Right. You're, don't, just, gonna, you're just gonna tell me I'm wrong. So why talk about so, it? So like the fact that he left, I'm like, cool. Yeah. Like, I'm down to right. see Good. what's next. I'm excited to see who else is coming down the pike because yeah. it's like. Again, it sounds right. They probably were never going to do like a really like extreme horror film. No, but like what? even if they did, like Disney wouldn't let them like do it for real. Like, yeah, they'd, they'd have to stop. Like, well, it's like not only that, but for me, I'm like, why? Why? Okay, so I get the idea of doing a horror like strange movie because like Doctor Strange is one of those few superheroes who could carry that. Yes, but wouldn't you just like to see Doctor Strange in a Doctor Strange movie first? Right, like why? Like we... establish his world because like he's really the most establishment that he's had has been in the other films. Yes, and we actually get to see him being the Sorcerer Supreme. Right, and so like I feel like you should have a film to like that is dedicated to him being the Sorcerer Supreme and baseline it. Yeah, right. 
Like, the first time we see Doctor Strange use the Crimson Band Ciderac is in Infinity War. Yeah. Now, that being said, Doctor Strange 1 was an origin story. It and was. So, like, he's not going to use the Crimson Band no, Ciderac no, necessarily. But like, so like, Except he also, like, becomes probably Source of Spring at the end of the movie right. anyway, so whatever. But, yeah. Which is, which is why, like, I know when everyone was, like, like Marvel, like, there was a rumor that Marvel was, like, chatting with Emily Blunt. Yes. And then people, of course, you guys Assume were all lost your mind. It's going to be, like, Sue Storm. Invisible Woman, yeah. Yeah, but, like, I did hear rumors that it could be Clea, and I was like, that's pretty badass, because that takes us right back into the Dark Dimension, and we yeah. actually get to see the Dark Dimension. That'd be fun. Like, I'm like, you have, I'm like, or, or just cast her as Umar and make her the villain. <laughs> yeah. Right? Or Topaz. Or Topaz, and then we get Rintra. <laughs> she's a little, she's like, I don't know if she could be Topaz. Topaz is like, oh, they have to change her character. Which they inev- invariably you know, would. Yeah, but that'd be hilarious. They're like, hey, we're going to put in a different, like, you know, love interest of Doctor Strange. And it's like, oh, okay, Clea, no. No, Topaz. Topaz. And Danny Ketch will be in the movie, too. <laughs> And Rintra. Well, can't, uh, who's who's Rintra? Okay. You gotta get a voice for Rintra. Yeah, I know. Rintra, by the way, is a giant green minotaur. Yeah. Uh, and Taika Waititi's already taken, so we can't yeah. use him. Hey, uh, sorry to hear, sorry you hear that, mate. Uh, it's not really your night. <laughs> but, uh, what, who, okay, who'd be a dope Rintra? It's ha- it'd have to be somebody like, uh, I don't know. Un- unfortunately, Owen Wilson's already being cast in a, in a Disney wow. Plus. Wow. Yeah. Oh hey Doc, what do you think? Wow! Oh, this is the this is the Sanctum Sanctorum. Wow! All right, we totally got off on a tangent here. Yeah, we did. Sorry right. guys. Uh, moving on, uh, Neil Neilan Brady Bradley Neilan. Nope. Did you miss one? I did. I'll Hang get on. back to you. <laughs> Wondrous history of comic of classic film says I would like to say thank you to you guys for your wonderful content. Well, thank well, you I'd like for to that. say thank you for your amazing sponsorship. Thank, thank, you, thank you very you, much. Thank you. And for your kind words. I really yeah. appreciate it, man. Uh, Neilan Bradley says, are there any books you love, but you can't, but you feel like you're the only one for me? It's uncanny Avengers. Have a super one. You too, man. Uh, yeah. Uh, yeah, constantly. Um, but then like, well, like new mutants, for example, I was mm-hmm. like, I loved this book. Everyone's like, this book sucks. Now I hate it too. So, you know, <laughs> you <Yeah>. never know, <laughs> but yeah, uncanny Avengers. I knew a lot of people who dug that book. Somebody sent me like the first six volumes in digital like, years ago. They were just like, you need to read this. Yeah. And I was like, all right. <laughs> so I did. Unfortunately, it kind of culminates with Axis, which sucks. <sighs> but yeah. Uh, Space GG says, did either of you read Doctor Strange The End? Feels like a continuation of What If Magic from a while ago. That's a great segue into Doctor Strange The End, which Tiffany will now talk about, since this is the Doctor Strange Power Hour. Yeah, apparently. The mystical power just... hour of Doctor Strange. <laughs> With your with your wizarding host Tiffany. Hi everybody. Uh, so Doctor Strange: The End, uh, written by uh, Leah Williams with art by um, uh, Andre. I'm like oh, uh, Delandro. Yeah. No, no, that's his last name. Oh. I have to go all the way to the end of this book. I hate that. I know. Everybody, stop putting your credits pages at the ends of books, okay? Felipe or Philippe. I was pretty sure it was that, but I was so not sure. I, I didn't want to say it. Fair enough. Um, this is supposed to be like the last Doctor Strange story ever told. <laughs> if it were the last Doctor Strange story told um, in the universe of Magic What If. Right. In the What If Magic book. So if you read What If Magic and you were wondering how the end of Doctor Strange came from there, then you should have read this book. Yes. Oh. Um, The art's really cool. Okay. The story is fine. Mm-hmm. But, my, okay, so here's what's funny. What if magic turned into a Doctor Strange story? Yes. And Doctor Strange the end turned into 
it was like an strange story, and then it just ended up being about magic. Hmm. I, you know, I kind of felt like that was going to happen. I didn't see that coming, and right. I guess I should have. Um, it's like this weirdo future where there's like um people who look like the mutants from um, what should we call it? From Dark Knight. Oh, cool. Returns. Um, Doctor. <laughs> Why? Str- I don't know. Doctor Strange has like a a like assistant AI. Oh. Who's like a sexy lady? Yeah, like Spider-Man 2099. Right. Like he's like he's like trying to like. See if she's like can like learn and become realish. Why would he or mess like with interface that? like uses magic to interface with her? Because he's like it's all an interface. It doesn't matter and it doesn't work ever. Right. He um doesn't live in the Sanctum Sanctorum anymore. He lives in this like shop mm-hmm. where he like performs like tarot readings and stuff like that for people. Oh. And like she helps to create like mystical atmosphere and stuff like that. All right. And these like mutants come in and they're like they've seen this YouTube video basically where like someone else they knew goofer came there <laughs> and like you know dr strange started doing all this like crazy stuff and then i guess the kid died or something oh no not goofer not goofer and the dr strange got arrested so they came here to like make fun of him and like give him a hard time and like steal from him like sure. they brought all these guns and stuff like that so he gives him a tarot reading and he makes fun of them he uses a bunch of magic to scare the crap out of them and take their weapons away from them and they run away okay and then it's revealed that like magic is running out and there's like a finite supply of it left and, like, he's the, like, last bastion of, like, keeping it safe. And Wong is long past and all that. Yeah. And, like, she, like, the AI keeps reminding him, or, her, like, him to not use his magic. And, like, he's, like, sick and tired of her. So she comes to him in the form of magic. Oh. And he's, like, don't do that. <laughs> That's creepy. I don't like it. Mm-hmm. Like, she's, like, oh, I just thought you'd like to see something that you liked seeing more. Yeah. And it's, like, okay. So then eventually he just shuts her down. He's got to go off on like a quest where he's like, he's like talking to the cabinet that is holding the statue of Wong. Okay. And like, he has to go off to find additional like mystical items so that he can like replenish the supply of magic. And like, talks about how like when Wanda Maximoff died, Mm -hmm. like everything went to shit because she was like a lightning rod for magic. Oh. And so like, they were like, so when like the chemotherapy didn't work and I'm like, she died of cancer. (laughs) Okay. Sure. I mean, in the oath, you found a way to cure. Yeah, but that was only, there was a limited supply. Okay, so there was one of those ever. I mean, that it was only one <laughs> giant cat thing just, with I'm, a magma in the mystical elixir. I'm just elixir. saying you couldn't find something else, but so they- You mean tell me the Fantastic Four didn't cure cancer at any point in this dark future? Whatever. So, um, so the uh, other mystical like users, the magic users come together, try to figure out what they're going to do to, to fix this, mm. because when she dies, magic's going to have a real- problem and start like wait who and who dies scarlet witch but i thought she already died well yeah but we're like we're talking about the past oh, we went um back. and so like they come up, up with all these like you know little like systems that they're gonna put into place so he goes to her grave and for some reason her her, her tombstone just says scarlet witch <laughs> right okay and i'm like sure and he digs her up and he takes her bones and then he takes uh brother voodoo's bones and oh. so he's just collecting all these bones yeah right? so strangers in the yard with everybody's but bones. bones yeah yeah, exactly. It goes off and... Just skip to the end. <laughs> he basically, it's like he uses it to like reignite the like like fire of magic that is... They like, had magic in their bones? Yeah, they and like that, I've seen that before where there's like trace elements left. Yeah. That's why they're mystical artifacts because it's like mystical artifacts are often imbued with the magic of yes. those who came before or whatever. So like that I buy. That's well, like totally, I'm that's, into it. That's like Hellboy. I'm so, I don't, fine. I'm, no, I'm I, just saying like, they, yeah. th- it's, it's used. I'm in, I'm in. That's right. fine. That's not like, it's just, 
this is so like whatever. So then like Doctor Strange gets to where he needs to. He puts all the bones into this magic cauldron. Yeah. It's like green fire and stuff like that. And then like Wong is trying to tell him that he should be put in too. Oh, jump and, in. No, well, Wong is a cabinet. Um, oh. And um, Wong is like communicating with him through, um, we're not there yet. Um, with through like the spiritual realm, and he's okay. just like, "Put me in." He's like, "But if I do that, then I'll truly be alone." Aww. And so like he throws him in, and then like he's like, "Oh, the fire! It's like calling to me." Oh, it makes sense. Like I guess I'll jump in too. Okay. And so he does. Oh, cool. And then he dies, and there was like so much magic saved up in him, which wasn't indicated by the beginning of the story. <laughs> that when he does, it like it reignites magic throughout the universe or throughout the earth. Okay. And, like, so magical mystical. It's like fairies come back. And shit. <laughs> yeah. All right. And then like someplace else magic wakes up like she's been held by like destiny and others oh for eternity some, yeah Shit. eternity yeah and like for whatever reason and so they wake her up and she's like cool they're like you're, you're needed and so she goes back uh-huh to earth and uh well, they put her in a cocoon until like they were ready i don't know she went off someplace and then never came back and dr strange always held out hope that she was actually alive still yeah. um and she was and so she gives them a hard time and then she goes back and she goes to where the sanctum would be and, like, it turns out it's not the Sanctum. It's, like, this, like, it's, like, the Rasputin school for, like, whatever. Okay, so and it's, like, like X-Men and... Yeah, and, like, there's a woman who looks like Zelma there, and she's just, like, oh, you're here. Like, we were... Strange, like, set this all up, like... And he's just, like... She's, like, oh, like, right before he died? And she's, like, no, like, right after you left. Like, he wanted it to be, like, comfortable for you and stuff. Mm. And so, like, when she opens up this cabinet, there's a statue of Strange. And so he's gonna be her spiritual connector. Right. And that's that. Okay. Oh, yeah, that's cool. They set up this alternate reality we're never going to see again. So, like, I guess for me, like, what I thought the end was supposed to be was, like, you know, the end, like, a possible end to, to like, character. what you know of the character. Like, a, like, the general idea of the character. Not, like, the 1602 end of Doctor Strange or this version of Doctor right. Strange. Right, no, right? it's like, this is our, this is our like, last word on this character because yeah. we're never going to tell that story. Exactly, and not, like, here's the thing. I have no problem with, like, Leah Williams writing. No. I just don't think she's written enough Strange. Right, to be an authority on that topic. Or not even just be an authority. I mean, like, not mainstream, at least. Mm -hmm. Like, she wrote an ending to her, to the what-if story. Right, to her she, other story. Right, which I get because she's familiar with that. And yeah. so there's something, like, I, I completely understand that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But I feel like you either had to go totally classic on yep. it, or if you wanted that middle ground of, like, trying to reach people who may have just gotten into Doctor Strange, you yeah. pull, like, a Brian K. Vaughn, you pull a Jason Aaron. Right. And you have them write it. Yeah, you have them do their ending to Doctor Strange. Yeah. Because they've written, like, a definitive run already. Yeah, so this one was kind of weird for me. Um, Like I said, the art was really great, though. Yeah, it's like, cool. Like, I really, really like it. It was the same artist who did um, What If Magic. Yes. So I was on board. I'd love to see more of that. Um, The universe is kind of cool, but, like, it's just not what I thought uh, the end book was going to be. That's because it's not what's, what an end book is supposed to be. Okay. Like, the end was, like, hey, we'll get Peter David to write the last Hulk story. Hey, we'll get Paul Jenkins, who wrote the first Wolverine story, to write the last Wolverine story. Hey, you know, we'll get uh, Brian Michael Bendis yeah. to do the end. I mean, obviously, he had to do the end of days, but it was, you know, still the same principle. Right. Um, but, uh, but yeah, no, that's not what we're supposed to be doing here. Right, and again, it, this could just be a new take on what the end is supposed to be, and so I kind of went in there with, like, a certain mindset sure. that may not have helped, but, you So know, it's fine. It's, you know, it is. It's, it's, a, it's fine. Mm-hmm. Hey, speaking of fine... Uh, I read Justice League. Did you read Justice League? No. This was uh, the last book. This is Scott Snyder's, like, I'm ending Justice League. Okay. It's the end of the Doom War. Hooray! Yeah, it finally ended. 
and and here it is. Uh, so I mean, like, okay, there's no way that it could have ever ended satisfying because that's not true. We can't. No, because like. Because it was the last issue, and it kept going like, whoa, 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 whoa. Like, yeah. they, they almost win, and then they lose. And then they almost win, and then they lose. And then they almost win, and then they lose. And then they almost win. And it's like 16 times that happens. And then, like, one last book. I'm going to wrap it up. And you're like, okay, finally. You're going to do your anime thing. Sure. Where it's like, ah, oh, Goku just gets so freaking powerful. His hair goes yellow, and he kamehameha is perpetua with hope. Or they Care Bear stare her or something. I'm, no. I'm, like, really proud that you, like, pretty much nailed that. Thank you. <laughs> so, uh, you know, like, they kill Martian Manhunter earlier. Right. Uh, yeah, well, like, Shane, his alternate reality son that we had no emotional investment in because, like, he's not real. Uh, he gives himself to, he magics, and so Martian Manhunter is back to life. Oh. Because, like, duh. Because sure. you got to put all the toys back in the box. No one did anything with Martian Manhunter, and then he brought him back in Dark Knight's Metal, and then no one did anything with him, so then he put him on the Justice but League. he had a series for a bit. He had two series for a bit. Nobody bought him. I'm just saying, like, no one was doing anything with him with any sincerity. Right. And then he became the emotional through line for this entire run. For 39 issues, it's been about John. And then five issues ago, they killed him. And then five issues later, they were like, here, he's back. And and he's the narrator. And he, like, he... So, Martian Manhunter, he connects with every living person on the planet. And he's like, listen. And, like, he does this Animal Man thing where he's like, I'm talking to you. You need to hope and it's like Peter Pan where he's like, audience, clap! You gotta clap! You gotta clap your hands! And you gotta believe! And they bind Perpetua! And then, no, everyone's still an asshole. Everyone on hum in humanity, you connected everybody? No, they don't believe in hope. They believe in Perpetua and, and depression. So they lose, and Perpetua kills everybody. What? So the Just League loses. And uh, then they all wake up and they're all wearing like black skin tight outfits because the elders of the universe saved them. Because like maybe the Justice League will save us. And I'm like, they didn't. They've failed 16 times now in this entire series. But the elders of the universe brought the Justice League back to life, put them in their, in, in their like Kryptonian healing coma suits. And they're like, hey, no, like maybe, maybe you can do it. Maybe you can save us. And I'm like, they straight up can't. They've already lost. They've lost a hundred times. Oh. And we're gonna, but they're like, but well, if if we're still here, then then there must be hope. And so a a, a so a door opens up, and uh, and 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 the heroes are like, let's go, and they jump through the door, and the book ends. And the whole thing was a prelude to Death Metal, the sequel to Dark Knight's Metal. Okay. The whole run was a prequel. So to Dark Knight's Metal two. So like I mean, admittedly, like the whole I I made I've made fun of him before for doing the we gotta hold hands and hope thing. Yeah, except that's like, how he ends every freaking. I know, run. I know, but like I mean, if it wasn't for that, there is something like kind of like interesting and cool about the idea that like honestly, these characters only sell and do anything because we do want to know their stories and we do want to believe in them, and that's kind of neat. Yes, if it hadn't already, if he hadn't already used that like convention. that convention, maybe not exactly in that way. Right. Um, but taken on its own. Like I get it. Like that's kind of that's kind of neat. Yeah, it's kind of cool. I was very like excited to find to see like I'm like okay. Mm -hmm. So obviously they're gonna care bear stare perpetua, but like how are they gonna do that? Right. Like, how is he gonna make it look different? And he's like the way it's different is they all lose again. So it's like this book, this whole run has been defined by the Justice League 
losing. What's even more frustrating, because by the way, here's the big kicker. Death Metal, that is the crisis. The crisis that's coming that everybody's talking about, that's the crisis that's coming. It's going to age up all the characters and, and usher in 5G. What? Death Metal is oh, the crisis. Oh, maybe when they run through the door, they've been running through the door for so long. No, because they got to do Death Metal first. They right. got to have that big fight. Okay. That's where you saw Wonder Woman with like the Lasso of Truth as the starter chainsaw for yeah. her chainsaw of justice with the Batman and laughs like skull. Oh, yeah, on her on her on her belt. She's the main character of Death Metal, and she's gonna lead the charge to to what to fight to fight Perpetua Man, again. She's got a lot going on because she's very she... busy and thankful. But th- well, don't worry because no one else is paying attention to that. Like, so like there was this book had never had any teeth because. Nobody cared. Like, the Year of the Villain was a thing that, like, I guess maybe you read. I didn't. I, well, I mean, like, I read things that were tied into it because I was reading. Yeah, and it was just things that were already going to happen, but they also go like, oh, shit, there's some stuff in the sky. I guess Scott Snyder's writing a book. That's, that's every tie-in I read. Right. It was, oh, shit. That's, that's, so, like, no. <laughs> it, it's, it's, this was the worst Justice League I've read in a long well, time. Well, all right, the idea of them losing... You know, the fact What is, happens when they lose? Well, I was going to say, like, there there could have been something kind of cool about that. Because, like, you know, we always feel like there's no way our super... Like, how are our heroes going to win? How will they win? And that's kind of just what we're trying to yeah. figure out. Batman's superpower is he wins all the time. Yeah. And so, like, you're always just in that mindset of, like, well, they're going to win eventually. Yeah. And so, like, taking that away right. is kind of, like, a neat idea. Right, right, But, like, right. overdoing it kind of makes it, like... Yeah. Like, lose that- its specialness... Yeah, I mean, and okay, so like, let's devil's advocate for a second and say like, okay, no, it's actually brilliant, Sal, and you're a moron. So like, okay, yeah, oh, I am, I am stupid. So okay, if I'm stupid and the whole thing is actually brilliant, then what Snyder's doing is every time they lost, they lose in a different way that is so distinctly different. It's to show and illustrate to the reader the futility. It's supposed to make the reader despair. So it's like each time that they were almost about to win, they do something different and they still lose. So each time it's a little different. It's not, it's, I mean, okay, so you can simplistically ob- like observe that like all they do is win and lose. All they do is try a little harder and then they lose anyway. Mm-hmm. All, every Flash story is running a little faster than they did before. Yeah, anyone can think of that. But like when it comes to the Justice League, each time they do lose, they lose in a distinctly different way. So as to say, well, literally they've tried everything. Mm. So that when you get to death metal, it's like, this is the last thing they could possibly do to win. Right. And the only way they can win is if we age them up like five or ten years. It's, and it's like, I I don't know if like, it's re- it's interesting because like, if you wanted a book about despair and really get like an expert on this topic, then get Brian Azzarello. Because clearly you have him on retainer. And he, if anyone is going to write about misery and despair, it's going to be Brian. He's an expert on the topic. Dude can really drag you down and take your favorite characters and make them miserable bastards. But like, I genuinely think that Scott Snyder has hope in his heart and belief in the future and a love for these characters. So it's like, it's killing him to make his favorite characters like fail all the time. Mm -hmm. So it feels frustrating for everybody, but not in that like 
satisfying way where it's like, oh my God, Spider-Man keeps losing, but then he reaches, and then he remembers Uncle Ben and he wins. Like, right, right. It, and then, that's, and, no. And that could just be the, the, the nature of the, the story he decided to tell. Like, instead of weaving the perpetual stuff into some other stuff that was going on, yeah. it would be like, okay, so they're not ready to fight her, but then they have to go and do something else that maybe will lead them to another well, fight. Well, we get some of that. Like, you know, we got Apex Lex and we got like all the, 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 the Legion of Doom. Okay. But like, we don't make them, you know, it's not like Garad became a god or something like it was all ready to an 11 like we started right. an 11 so there's no place to go yeah so it was just it, it, this book was the most frustrating issue of the run okay it blew my mind i was like oh okay he oh i, I he said that 39 was his last issue but no uh, but no it is and 40 will be someone else's book and it's going to be a flashback that's going to be contextualized to be like, don't worry about that. Okay. Like, that's death metal. Don't worry about this. This is just, you want to watch the Justice League be cool? Here you go. Okay. Well, then they, maybe you'll really like that. I'm done. I'm out. Okay. No, I'm quitting Justice League. I Who's can't remember Who's on it anymore. next, you know? I don't remember. But they do have the creative team all set up. Okay. I, I can't. I, I just can't anymore. Okay. Like, I'm just like, this is, this is so frustrating. Like, because here's the other thing is that, like, I can't get into Justice League because I know that they're just going to pull the rug out from under it. Just like I'm reading Batman, but mm-hmm. I'm like really not enjoying it because I know that it's just a filler book. Mm-hmm. Like I can see where DC as a publishing line is going. Right. And I'm like, don't go there. Mm-hmm. It was like when I was reading Spider-Man and they made one more day happen. Mm-hmm. And I remember hearing all the rumors that were going to do one more day. And I'm like, there's no way a publishing house is that dumb. Like, there's no way they would make that kind of decision. Mm-hmm. Especially when they're doing it in the age of the internet where, like, you can literally get a thousand opinions right now. And your book only sells, like, 80,000 issues. So, like, that's <laughs> that's not bad. Like, but, uh, you know, when they... But when it happened, or when it was going... When the dominoes were starting to fall, mm-hmm. I saw through it and I was like, this is, this is editorial influence at its worst. Because it impacted the story. And it's like... The, I had an issue. I had the last issue one more day on my wall for a while because it represented to me the death of comics because okay. I was like, no story is too important. No writer is too big. You know, no direction is too, is, is too valuable uh, for an editor. Like as long as the guy on the top says, I really want to do that. Like, I don't really want to, I, I have an agenda and I want to get it. I want to see it through. And I'm going to use your character to do it. Like, then that is the death of stories. Mm-hmm. Because it means that, like, no story is more important than the than the agenda. Right. And it, like, really, really broke me for a while. And eventually I had to get, like, I got back into it. And I really found stories that I enjoyed. And the fact is, like, you just you just can't meta-read. You got right. to drop it. Like, And that's how I, you know, that's how I find joy in comics again. It's like, I just got to read the stories for what they are. But, like, while it's happening, and and here's the thing, another year or two from now, if I just read Justice League 1 to 39, I may be like, this is kind of fun. I really love it. Right. But right now, it's part of an agenda that's driving towards the wrong direction. It's like watching your friend marry the wrong girl. You're just like, <laughs> what are you doing? Here it's, and then, like, 20, 12, 20 years down the line, they're like, I don't know why this didn't work out. <laughs> and you're like, what are you doing, man? I saw it 20 years ago. Like, it's just, it's that kind of thing. Right, okay. And just like, and I'm watching DC go in the wrong direction. It's so frustrating because like, I don't understand why. It, it's like, I have a fundamental problem when I'm like, oh, another huge accident on the, you know, on the GWB. 
why can't everyone just drive normally one is there one day where no one drove like an asshole and ruined it for everybody no is there one year one two month period where marvel and dc can just have their shit together and just make good books that everyone wants to read they're not just like hey look at those rocks quick set sail like why isn't everyone always like whoa you know marvel's always up dc's down but then when dc's up marvel's down like why can't there just be like a rising tide for everybody and it's so frustrating to watch i know i don't i don't mean to go off on a thing and I'm sorry for that but like you know what the hell I don't know but we have a lot more books to get to I know I know and we I got know. super chats to yes we have many super chat chats about. To so we're gonna get into those in really quick and I'm gonna drop some of the books that I'm good at those no no we gotta go we, gotta, we, we can do this but uh, uh, wondrous history of classic film I really sort of wish they would shoehorn Ghost Rider to every movie from this point forward so he can just look cool and do nothing right you should watch that Fantastic Four cartoon where he shows up and beats to Galactus it's that's, awesome that's pretty much like what Ghost Rider will be able to do I yeah. mean they could tell a Ghost Rider story they, I think if anyone could do it a Feige MCU could do it but yeah. it would be very true to character yes for him to show up look cool and leave and then leave that's really like all I'm asking for him to do at this point like right? just, just go away <laughs> be cool and then get out alright you know uh, leave on a high note. <laughs> Saud Elthani, uh, hey, how much did I miss? About uh, 47 minutes. Um, not, well, not at that point. But yeah, no. So uh, Less much. than that. Uh, quite a few books, though. But you can catch up. There's th- mm-hmm. This is being recorded for posterity. Uh, but yeah, uh, St. Lugia uh, says, uh, what defines a Doctor Strange book? I think Doctor Strange has to be in it. Yeah, uh, that would be a big caveat. You know, be the Doctor Strange in the book. I, now, by that, I don't know if you mean like what defines a good Doctor Strange story to me. It's right. literally a strong story. You yeah. know what I mean? Like it, it's, it's something that like takes and respects that which has come before, mm-hmm. but also like maybe takes it in a new direction, but doesn't always have to make it about the exact same thing we just rehashed. Exactly. And that's what I feel like we're doing right now. It's just a lot of, of wheel spinning going on. Um, unless you're talking about like what I meant by talking about the end and by those who have like, you know, have done like, that book. Have, yeah. Well, who might have done a, a better version of a mainstream version of the end. Yeah. Because again, I think Leah Williams did a good job for the universe she's created. Right. But they're not going to sell magic. What if? Well, maybe they two. will. I don't know. Maybe no, but I'm saying gonna... like that's that's less sexy of a title than Doctor Strange. The yeah. End. So it's like, you know, I I would have rather seen like a a you know you know who could have also done a good one, Jerry Dugan or Duggan. Mm, yeah. Like, even if he ha- he's not, like, you know, the name you think of when it comes to Strange, I yeah. think he has enough understanding of the character. And, like, when he wrote that single issue yeah. for that weird event they did. Oh, yeah. That was great. Which was almost like a the end. Yes. Which was like, yeah. Anyway, sorry. Fair enough. Uh, Sadothani, uh, the book is going too long, but I've enjoyed Scott's book. Uh, cuts, it's fun. Uh, to jump in and out whenever I want a DC fix. But I completely understand how it's frustrating to follow that book if you really care about DC. Thank you. <laughs> uh, but yeah no I'm hearing a lot of people love it but I don't hear people loving it as much as they loved like Morrison's run not to, not to compare I don't want to I, I don't want to compare that because like it's not fair because um, the other thing is I also was like this is a little you know there were, there were moments where I was like this is awesome and there were other moments where I'm like ah you've lost me <laughs> uh, Valentino G if there's a, if anything this GL run this JL run uh, gave us some great Jorge Jimenez art. The story dragged on for too long, though. Mm. Yeah, man, Jorge Jimenez's art was amazing. The Sixth Dimension, everybody is, everybody loves that story. Right, I'm like, right, right. yes, I agree. Um, but there there were fewer of that than there are other things. Right. Uh, Adam Azamoa says, uh, every single back issue of 2020 has been amazing. Well, well, thank, thank you very you. much, man. We're trying to really, you know, 
up our game a little bit. We're hitting it hard. Uh, Boiler Room Boys making a bad work day good. Thank you, Comic Pop. Well, thank, thank you, you. Boiler thank you, thank Room you. Boys. Uh, great name, by the way. Uh, it's a good name for a podcast. Yeah. Uh, so, yeah, what else you got? Uh, since we were talking about uh, Perpetua, let's talk about Thor number two. Yeah. <laughs> what? <laughs> and uh, how this uh, starts off with like this monologue done with a black box with white text. Okay. And uh, how it's about like, you know, what, what are you going to do when the end comes? Like everybody always thinks it's going to be badass cool, but you're all going to like, you know, cry for your maker and all that stuff. Uh-huh. Right. And when, and you're going to cry for your gods, and they'll come, and they'll save you, and you're like, oh, they're talking about the heroes, talking about Marvel superheroes. Right. And then we cut to a city with a big ball over it, yeah. and a blue and red streak. That is straight up Superman. <laughs> no, that's a random other place. That's yes. a different dimension. It's a different dimension. It's a different... No, that's not... No, that's, that's not, not Superman. Superman. And that's not the Daily Planet. No. Okay? No, you're right, you're right. And then, obviously, we talk about, like, oh, will it be a sun god or a god of emerald light or a god of dark, perhaps? <laughs> perhaps of the ocean or of speed or strength? Yeah, what? And we see that red and, and uh, blue blur and a, like, crackling lightning, like, streak it's running down the street. Uh, no. And we see, like, a green streak and we see, like, a shadowy figure up in the corner. Yeah, Batman. No, just whoever these unnamed heroes are. Yes, right? these leagues of gods. These leagues of gods. Yes, there they are. And, and you know, like, and you'll marvel at them and all that stuff. And <laughs> Or DC at them. And, or whatever. And you then, might DC them later. <laughs> hopefully they won't be DC'd. <laughs> I think they are. Um, but, like, it won't be enough. And then we see, like, the planet or, like, the system that these people are from being crushed by this feminine-looking hand. I know! What? <laughs> Oh no! Yeah, and they'll see, and they'll find out what their omega is, yeah. and uh, yeah, and then it's like all like it's in Thor's eye, and it's like the idea is like you know the end will come and it doesn't matter, like, right? Whatever, and we kind of catch up with the fact that like don't forget Thor's the herald of Galactus now. Yeah, and like, it's, it's issue two. Yeah, I remember. Yeah, but like. And he takes him to the first planet on that list of five. Oh no! And um, they get there, and like there's like. There's like a primitive civilization there. Okay. And so Thor's like, oh crap, we're breaking the prime directive here. We can't kill these people. What? No. no. Marvel does not have a prime no, no, directive. He, he does not act like that. Good, but he's like, okay. let's not, we, we can't right. kill these people. Well, let's not mess with them. Yeah. Yeah. Like, let's leave them be. We'll just go to the next one. And, and like, Galactus is like, I need all of them, man. Yeah. I need, I need all five of the planets. And right. Thor's like, you no. Uh. So then Thor goes down to the planet. Well, no, he gets punched down to the planet because, like, he's given Galactus some sass. Yeah, sure. And uh, Galactus is like, dude, like, I gave you that power. Dude, knock it dude, off. Dude, back off. I gave you the power. I could take you, take it away from you. He okay, totally, fine. like, dads him up. Mm-hmm. Like, I brought you into this world. I'll take you right back out. Yeah, And okay. Thor's like, no. You don't know what kind of power I wield, man. I got Mjolnir. And he was just saying about how Mjolnir was supposed to be, like, so heavy and he's just like but it doesn't matter like i need mjolnir to do its thing and so he like heaves it at um galactus with like obviously the, the power cosmic yeah and oh. like blows his fingers off that's awesome don't forget galactus is missing an arm he's got an arm off right and um you know galactus is like what the hell and then like he pulls it back and like he like blows out his kneecap so whoa yeah so he just really like right re- like it just wrecks he's galactus just laying into galactus yeah. and then the people of the earth of the planet he's on like start attacking him because they don't believe in gods so they're just like, what are you? And he's just like, you're making it really hard to save you <laughs> by making me have to kill you. Yeah. So then he sends his crows off because he can talk through them. Yes. Which I was like, that's cool. He's like, they're not really crows. Mm-hmm. And he um, reaches out to Sif in order to like get her to send the Bifrost. Mm-hmm. And so he's like, Galactus, we're going to get all these people off. And then you can eat the planet. Right. All right. So he gets all the people off. 
tells okay. and like uses the all voice to be able to communicate with them. And it's like, don't worry, we're going to get you your planet back. Okay. By the way, Falstaff has to um deal with them. Yeah. On in Asgard. He's like right. trying to figure out where they're gonna go. Okay, and... what's uh Alright, who are you? Yeah. Name. <laughs> Name. Alright, what are you gonna be doing? This sucks. So like the plan is that like oh and Thori um yeah. makes a uh, appearance. Yes. And offers to eat some of them. And he's like, No. And he, like the crow show up and he's like, Hey, don't worry, I took care of this and uh, you know, like Thor's like, I they will be here, Volstag, until we get the planet back together because Glantis will take the energy out of it, but then I'll come back and I'll like put more energy into it and I'll fix it. <laughs> it's gonna it. eat it, no. And then like Galactus like just keeps eating and like Thor's like, you didn't have to eat the whole planet, man. I was like, dude. Like what? And bef- like the crows leave and Volstag's like, hey, hey, hang on, wait, don't go because the the world tree is dying. Uh, I'm like, didn't it? Didn't we just do this? Or like seemingly it's dying. It's like in autumn. Mm-hmm. Like. It's like things are like falling from it. And like, he's like, what are you doing out there, Thor? So I'm guessing somehow the power cosmic is like maybe messing up yeah. the tree. I don't know. But um, anyway, um, Galactus is like, you can't tell me not to eat. I have to eat, man. <laughs> this is like what I do. This is necessary. It's literally one of and two things. And as they're like having this like lover's quarrel, yeah. Galactus is like shot in the back a whole bunch. And like Thor like gets blasted away. Mm-hmm. And there's like, there's a voice that comes in and says, like, Thor, I need to speak with your master. Get out of the way. I don't want it to go through you. And it's Beta Ray Bill. Yay! And I'm like... And he gets a Beta Ray new costume. Yeah, and he's got, like, a big ship behind him. Yeah. And, yeah. Oh, he's got, like, a... Like a, like a, a gladiator... Gladiator helmet hel- thing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He's got, like, a gladiator mohawk going there. Yeah. So... Looks like he's been working out since Death of Inhumans, which was also written by Donny Cates. Yeah. No, he's... Good for him. swole. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> he traded a dad bod for... Like, for, for, Beta Ray Swole. Yeah. That's dope. So, there you go. Cool. Like, I mean, I'll keep checking it out. Why not? But, like, not? that, that like, DC, like, shade, not shade? Like, Yeah, I don't know what you call that, but, like, I, I mean, like, Marvel and DC do that all the time. But, like, they were literally saying that, like, the reason that's happening over there is because of this, like, Star Plague. Yeah. Right. That, like, the reason, like, Perpetua is, Which, like, a thing. here's the thing. If Donny Cates is, like, okay... Let's make it that, no, the source wall, they say there's nothing beyond it, right. but it still is here. And when Perpetual went that way, this thing came the other, you know what I mean? Yeah. Like, that would be cool. That'd be really That, like, cool. when the source wall was destroyed, this, like, energy was put both ways. Right, yeah. Like, oh! That's neat. I like that But like, that's still connecting Yeah, because it's not like a, it is a physical wall, but it's like, yeah, it could explode, yeah. I, like, I really don't know. Cool. I'm sure that's not what they're doing, but I'm like, that's neat. I've heard, mm. I mean, like, this is not the first time we've seen this kind of thing. In fact, yeah. I think, like, in one of the Bendis books, like, I think Miles says that, like, the DC universe smells funny or something like that. They go to the Daily Planet. Right. But, like, there's there's been a number of references very recently in both companies to both companies. Yeah. And... There has been some reports, some discussion. The biggest one, of course, was from Doomsday Clock, where they right. referenced the Secret Crisis in yes. ten years. Yes, but like, they're not going to set up a, they're not going to set up a Marvel DC crossover for ten years from now. No. So the fact that they made a reference, and the fact that they're making these references, says to me, like, it, it's just having some fun. Mm-hmm. Uh, I know that we've talked about this before. Somebody saying, like, a lot of people saying, like, especially people who think they're an authority on the subject. Uh, like th- it's never gonna happen mm-hmm. because of parent companies, and it's like now these parent companies don't really care, yeah, like about each other or about like their their like. Th- 
AT&T does not give a shit about DC Comics, except for the fact that, like, they're forcing them to, make, to name an event 5G. Right. It's just a it's just an ad campaign. But they're not like, don't yeah, yeah. make Batman have a cell phone. Like, it's not about that. Uh, whereas, and, and Disney couldn't care less about publishing Marvel Comics. Right. So, like, since we've got, like, record low sales right now, it's not a bad time for a crossover. Yeah. Um, I have a great pitch for a crossover. Not, like, an idea for a story, necessarily. We do have that. Uh, but, like... For how to make it happen without anyone having to worry about it. But I'll do that in the future. Okay. For now, I just wanted to say, Ooh. like, I've heard the rumors. I think there might be some cross discussion. Yeah, yeah. But we'll never know until it happens. It would be amazing if they were doing this or, like, maybe, like, again, I don't think they're really pushing for one. Right. But if they were just like, Jeff Johns has 10 years, let's just do it now. Eat it. Yeah. Eat it, Johns. Because clearly everyone has like a hard-on for giving Jeff Johns the business. Like, <laughs> yeah, let's just take it away from him. <laughs> like, I could see them doing that. Um, if they do a crossover, the only thing I ask is like, to go full tilt. Do a main event and have all the crossovers we're asking Right, for. right. Do it all. Go full non. Yeah. Um, but yeah, so, but I think, yeah, actually there's uh when they made JLA Avengers, like that was the last time it was like, oh, four, mm-hmm. um, there was a lot of work and a lot of like, nobody really knew that it was going on. Mm-hmm. And, uh, so it's interesting, like, and it almost always fell apart. Right. Yeah. That's like a really, there's like an interesting old wizard article that you showed me. Yeah. Where, where it's, it's like, it's, a, it it's was, almost like a journal entry. It was a journal that Perez kept. Yeah. Of like how it was going and how long it all took and like how it almost ruined him. Yeah. Yeah. I was like, yeah. I'm wow. surprised he didn't retire immediately after that book. It's like, it's just like, that's, but that's like dedication. That's professional right there. Yeah. So. <laughs> exactly. So, uh, X-Force is a book. Okay. I didn't, Percy. I didn't read it. Oh, it's cool. I read it last time, so I figured you'd read it yeah, this yeah, time. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> uh, I, I don't want to get too far into I don't want to waste sure. time. But, like, I will say, uh, in X-Force, uh, Beast is, in true comic fashion, a complete asshole. Like, he always is. Uh, he's taking his role as, like, arbiter of whatever, like, way too seriously. Where he's like, oh, I'm a chess player. You know, you play checkers, I play chess, motherfucker. Like, he's just, <laughs> he is constantly, like, moving pieces and sending the X-Force to go, like, murder people indiscriminately. Mm-hmm. Uh... There's like a there's like some country that like they're trying signing a treaty. Uh, you know, there's plant people that are like infected that are trying to stop the treaty from being signed between the mutants and this country. Uh, you know, they get to the bottom of it. Uh, the son of the leader of this country is like the ringleader. Uh, they kill him, and then it turns out he's not really dead because he's made of plants. So he comes. So he's gonna be a villain that's gonna come back later. Sure. Uh, like you know, the Golden it, Girls. Like like the Golden Girls, except like they assassinate him and then is like, and, and then lie to the head of the country about like how it all went down. Right. And uh, well, they don't assassinate. They, they they assassinate his brain and make him like a vegetable. Ha ha ha. But yeah. <laughs> but it's uh it's 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 really dark and it's really like cloak and dagger and it's like funny how many members of the x-men who in any other book would be like yo we're not killing people who are like yo are we killing people and beast like yeah we're killing people and gene gray is like okie dokie well and this is like a another instance of like is this the writer not understanding or is this like part of a mandate where it's like there's something a little off with Beast, especially with what we kind of learn about yeah. how, like, things are being tweaked. Right. Within, like, the mutants. Well, they revealed, I mean? uh, not in this issue, but another issue, that uh, the whole Professor X assassination plot. Yeah. That was Professor X's doing. 
Yeah, like I kind of assumed that from the get-go. Right. It was like supposed to be like, no, see? Like, but they set that up yeah. and like that was a payoff. So it went from like, oh, that's kind of a plot hole to like, nope. Yeah, but like Beast is like seemingly a little more aggressive. Super aggressive. Yeah. And Especially in this book. Yeah. But he's also like, I don't go out. I don't do it. You do it. <laughs> but I'm. it's like I'm doing it. Right, right. He's like, I'm a little more like obvious when I show up. Yeah, because <laughs> the plant infection was not unlike like Omega Sentinels, but like biological. So they were like, oh. Interesting. He's like, I'm going to have my own Hawks and Pox story going on. Sure. And then he wraps it up. It's pretty cool. Okay. Uh, I recommend it. I dug it. It was just a Really? Because you were kind of like lukewarm on this series. Well, the, the Professor X reveal was like, oh. Right. Okay. Ben Percy's involved. Right. You know, it's right. not like he's just doing whatever. I mean, he probably is. No, I, 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 <laughs> I kind of get the feeling with some of the, like, as we get further away, I'm sure, in issues, like, eventually there'll be a point where it's just like, it's clear that he doesn't, like, Hickman doesn't need them anymore, so they'll do whatever. Yes. But I think, I feel like right now, at the very least, they need to end up at a certain point. Exactly. And or there are just certain beats they have to hit. Totally. So, like, I think the further we get out, though, and the more Hickman wraps up his own stories. Yeah. The more we'll see, like, it's just getting a little more. Oh, yeah. No, that's <clears> true. Uh, uh, X-Men. Wait, hang on. I have two books. Okay, let's do them. Yeah, I was going to say, like, yeah. you're, the X-Men, I think people are more excited about. True. Uh, Justice League Dark. Yeah, Justice League Dark. Literally the title, Wonder Woman? W- women, I should say. Because oh. it's, like, three different, like, listen. <laughs> this book opens. Look. Listen. Listen, this is wrapping up a whole bunch of stuff. Tynan's, like, wrapping up. He's his, leaving. He's got to go. His people need him. He's Batmaning. Um, but he's still got, like, I think he's got, like, an issue or two left. Like, mm-hmm. he's, he's leaving at a weird number. Mm-hmm. Um, oh, Lex Snyder. <laughs> 39 well it's uh, how are you gonna collect that it's divisible by three um <laughs> fine but um Kirk is um performing interviews with each of the members Kirk Langstrom yes. man bat sorry man bat is um maybe they think it's James Tiberius Kirk and it's a big crossover Kirk is yelling con and uh hosting interviews um <laughs> With with the members of the Justice League Dark about mm-hmm. magic because remember at the beginning of this he joined the team really because he wanted to understand like like through science what magic is right and he has yet to really pinpoint it but like he wanted to get like their interpretation of it sure so we start off there and then we like let's go back let's go back oh, Wait, okay. how do we get out of this everything seems to be cool like, yeah you know Tynan's like don't worry it's fine I mean you all knew they were gonna win right so I'm like I appreciate that like you knew they were gonna win let's just see how they do it in like a fun way cool and so like we see the Justice League Dark like totally screwed. And, like, Zatanna and Constantine are, like, in a room with the Eclipso Diamond being, like, okay. So they're totally going to find us at some point. Yeah. What are we going to do when they do? And, like, Constantine's idea is, like, all right, we need to buy time. And to buy time, one of us will have to put Eclipso into their body. I'll volunteer myself. Sure. And uh, that'll buy us enough time, hopefully, that something can be done. And, like, she's, like, it's going to burn through you. And he's, like, that's cool. It's fine. Like, oh, whatever. Good. I've died, like, a thousand times. Who cares? Fair enough. Um, But it doesn't matter anyway because then, like, Cersei is like, all right, I found where they are. I'm going to go get them. And then she hears somebody go like, no. <laughs> she turns around. She's like, who said that? And like, <laughs> said no. everyone else in her crew is like, not me. Uh, we didn't say, <laughs> nobody said anything. <laughs> oh, no. <laughs> she's like, no, you did. <laughs> somebody said something. And it's Wonder Woman who's just like, I'm about to come out and kick your ass. Yay. And so like, she takes her, her body back. And then there's like two other versions of her as well. Mm. And Cersei's like, huh. And then it's revealed that, like, through Kirk's, um, let's see it up here. Yeah. And through uh, Kirk's, like, interviews, it's discovered that most of the Justice League Dark describes magic as being, like, 
horrible or like, you know, it gets a, it's horror or it's like, you know, a curse or it's sure. whatever. Right. Mm-hmm. And he's like, you know, I wanted it to be like wonderful right. and like, you know, like mystical and like something exciting about it. He's like, cause like, even if like I was turned into a horrible creature, like there's something about it that's thrilling and exciting. And yeah. I, I thought it would be that. And she's like, you want your happy answer? Fine. It's that too. Right. And so then, like, not very we see her, like, we go back, and then, like, we see her, like, fighting everybody, and the dragon's there, and it's like, hey, I'm gonna, I'm gonna eat you. Now's my chance. Oh, and no. then, like, one of them is like, you're just an echo of something that's dead. And, like, oh. wrecks it right there. And, like, Cersei's like... He has, like, oh, an existential okay. crisis and just eats his own tail. Yeah, right? And then, like, Clarion and Solomon Grundy just disappear. Okay. And then, like, she's like, like, you know, Cersei's like, come on, guys, rally! One of like, yeah, they left... And um, I'm looking over at Papa Midnight and uh, the, for- the the Floronic Man, mm-hmm. and uh, they're like, they're like, yeah, we yield. <laughs> Fair enough. We're good. Good, yeah. And she's like, really? damn it, really? All right, fine, whatever. So like, Cersei's like, you can't win. Like, you're not gonna win. Wonder Woman's like, kind of just did. Yeah. Kind of just did that. Well, I just wrecked your crew. And then the Eclipse of Diamond goes like shooting out of the room it's in. Oh. And like Constantine and Zatanna try to stop it. And they're like, don't let it cut her. And it cuts into Wonder Woman's arm mm-hmm. and he infects her. Oh. And so like so now Eclipso's in there. Eclipso Wonder Woman, yeah. And, and Eclipso is like trying to take over and they're like, so she's like, you can't, you can't stop it. And so she takes control of the other two Wonder Woman. Okay. Women. Mm-hmm. And then Khalid shows up as Dr. Fate. Because remember, oh, he made a deal with Nabu. Yeah, I remember that, yeah. And Nabu's like, there is there is order to be brought to this chaos. I'm in. <laughs> and so he, like, basically uses his powers to control Eclipso long enough for Wonder Woman to, like, get control of herself. Right. And use the power that was granted to her by the Upside Down Man. Cool. And um, basically, like, Khalid's like, you gotta, figure th- you gotta figure this out. What are you gonna do? And she's like, I know what to do. And she sets everything right. Mm. so she tries to bring back swamp thing doesn't work oh. they're like that's that's a story for another time because it's literally gonna be the next story they're gonna, oh okay <laughs> they're gonna go to the parliament of life yay um she gives them like um the minds back to uh man bat and bobo okay so Bobo's was like i'm naked. i'm not why I'm am naked. i naked <laughs> why mm-hmm. thank you everyone a hat is not clothing yeah he's wearing nothing <laughs> yeah i know he's like <laughs> he's like oh, what does he normally wear he doesn't wear pants yes he does is he really yes i was i was picturing him like winnie the pooing no He's got he's, like a jacket. No, he's. I thought like, he just had a jacket and hat. No, like no. He's oh, like, well. I need pants. And then she realizes what she needs to do to fix Cersei, and she brings her to like. I'm gonna fix her. I'm gonna fix her good, and she brings her to the moon, or seemingly <laughs> what looks like the moon. Remember where like yes. Witchfire was and yeah, all yeah, that? Yeah. Who was like dead now? Right. Extra dead. And like Cersei's like, what the hell? And she's like, hey, hey Cersei, what's up? And she has this like orb. And Cersei's like, what's that? She's like, it's all the power you ever wanted. Because she's like, Cersei's like this because, like, life treated her like shit. Right. And because, like, she always thought that the way to fix herself was to get power. Sure. And the fact is she needs to fix what's inside of her first, and then maybe she could wield that power. Yeah. And she's like, I'm going to give you this power. And Cersei's like, why would you do that? And she's (laughs) like, because one day you're going to help me because I had to make a pretty rotten deal to get where I am right now. And someday you're going to come back and you're going to help fix all of this. And she's like, there's no way I'm going to do that. It's not in my nature. <laughs> yeah. Like I'm going to betray you. I always do. And yeah. she's like, no, you're not. Cause you're going to fix yourself. Cause you're not gonna be able to yield this power until you do. Oh, or wield it. Yeah. Um, so she gives her the power and then we see that she's like in a mirror mm-hmm. and like, she's in this like, you know, Lotus meditative, like position, like holding the power. Right. And she's like trapped there. And Zatanna's like, this is pretty good magic. You did. Like, she's like really admiring it. Yeah. And then, um, Floronic man like is gonna leave, and like he's like I'm gonna I'm gonna go, and like Doctor Fate's like Where are you going? Oh no, you don't. No, 
nope, nope, nope. And I'm like, he's like, this, you don't need to do that. And then Papa Midnight's going to leave. And Constantine's like, where are you going, Linton? Where you, what's, uh... What's your hurry? Oh, yeah. And he's just like, come on. Like, you know, we just, it seems like we're all wrapping up here. So <laughs> I thought I'd just head out. Yeah. And he's just like, here's what's going to happen. Like, I'm going to, like, be, like your shadow mm-hmm. until you tell me something that's worth leaving you alone. Like, mm-hmm. I'm just going to haunt you. <laughs> and he's just like, you suck, Constantine. Yeah. I hate you. So at the end, it wraps up that it's like, Wonder Woman's like, the thing is, like, Kirk, magic's all of those things. It's horrible, and it's exhilarating, and it's wonderful. Right. And I'm like, because <laughs> you're Wonder Woman. Uh-huh. Right? And, like, like that's, that's what it is. Like, yeah. it's, it's something to all people. And, like, you know, like... What, what else do you want? Like, it's elusive. Like, I don't sure. get it. And we see, like, the, the, the bar and, like, Dead Man's there, too. And I'm like, what? All right. Well, when you really use Dead Man, so. Yeah, so it's like, fine, whatever. And then, like, she's like, all right, guys, you got 15 minutes. And then, like, wheels up. We got to go find Swamp Thing. Mm-hmm. It was just, it was fine. Like, Tynan's leaving this open, I presumably for if he ever comes back to the book. Right. So that, like, he can do something with Cersei. And, like, considering the fact that, like, in Metal... They're going to be, or in the second medal, they're like Wonder Woman's going to be a big player, and they're going to obviously be dealing with the Source Wall and well, not Source Wall, but the the fallout from that and the fallout from the original medal, and that's where the Upside Down Man came from. Right. You know what I mean? Like that breach is what brought allowed him to come through. Yeah. So like, I'm not saying that Snyder's going to be dealing with that, but I feel like um, Tynan's trying to put it in a good enough place where it can be dealt with. Yeah. Because like once it is, like if they do defeat Perpetua, like will he then just be there hanging out? Right. Like what will they do with the other kind? Yeah. I don't know. And like clearly the answer to that will be utilizing Cersei, which I think is cool because it's like he made like a really like an interesting character more so out of her. Yes. Um, where she's a little more, she's got depth. Finally. Right. She's got some depth going on there. Right on. Um, before we talk about, um, X-Men. X-Men. I'm going to talk about my favorite book of the week, uh, which is Conan. Conan. The Barbarian. What? Yeah. Number 12. Cool. Which I hope you didn't pull up number 11 because I had them both open because I was refreshing myself uh-huh. on what happened in there, uh-huh. in that book. Um, so, yeah. Conan is awesome because <laughs> yeah. I'm trying to find my Conan book. I can't find it. Mm-hmm. Where is my Conan book? I don't know. Oh, there it is. It's there, but it's not helping me there. Mm-hmm. Um, anyway, uh, this wraps up the Razazzle. Razazzle? Mm-hmm. Razzle-dazzle? Um, that's not, that's issue 11. Um, uh, arc, where it's like, remember the kids? And they turn into monsters. Yes. And then in 11, he goes to um, talk to Crom Because yes. he's dead. Yeah. But then, like, he annoys the shit out of Crom enough that like he brings him back. Yeah, Crom's like, fine, I curse you. You're gonna become old and You'll weak never... and whatever. Yes, and you're gonna wish you'd stayed here. Exactly. And Conan's like, I don't care, man. Whatever. Mm-hmm. And we see that at one point the Blood Twins actually, or Blood Children, whatever, ran into Conan and he saved them. Oh. And like he's just like, have I met you before? They're like, nah, all street urchins look alike. <laughs> and like they mentioned the fact that their mother was like killed by like a jerk. Right. And he's just like, I hope you get vengeance on them one day. <laughs> and, and they're like. Yeah, I kill you right now, but it won't. Mm-hmm. So like Conan shows up, and like they're like, "You're what?" But you died. Yeah. And then he just like just starts beating the hell out of them, and it's a really like, I don't want to like spoil it if you haven't read it or you think you might read it because like the the narration that goes with it is really really cool. Mm-hmm. I, it, like just talking about the life and death of Conan, 
and like the blood of Conan and just what it means to be Conan and like how many times he's cheated death and all that. All while this is incredible set of action going on. Yeah. And like Conan is like, you know, fighting the kids. He's fighting the gods simultaneously. And then someone shows up and it's his son. Oh, Conan's son? Conan has a son and then he shows up and he's like, Father, we found you. And like the idea of the blood of Conan means something more. Oh. You know what I mean? Like it's the blood of Conan that will help to save us as right. well. And so like he brings like not only like himself, but like some of the king's guards. Because don't forget, this is King Conan. Right. And so they've come to save their king. Yes. And like they go to try to take him out. And Conan's like, I'm not done here. Even though he's like <laughs> bleeding out and his son's like, dad wrap it up yeah kind of he's like no it's cool man i got this right and so like the the cars are like trying to like get rid of the the monstrous twins who are not children any longer right and like conan kills them okay and then like he goes at like he literally just leaps into the hole where razazzle's coming up from to stop him and like severs the like blood vine that's like keeping him there yeah and he kills a god basically or he sends him away nice and then they like wrap up conan with like bandages and like he thinks about what Krom told him. Yes. And then like he laughs. <laughs> and like his son is like, you know, like, well, at least like your like days of wandering are over. And he's like, and he laughs again. He's like, <laughs> and he laughs like harder than before. And the two of them ride off into the sunset. Aww. And it's like kind of cool. Yeah, that's good. That's I like, mean... it's just a cool ending where it's just like, Conan's not done. Right. Conan's not done. He'll never be done. Right? And he's not, because the next issue will be written by Jim Zub. Yes. And then later this year, we will be getting King Conan, written by Jason Aaron. Right. So, with, Yay. with the same art. So, like, Aaron's not done telling Conan stories. He's telling this Conan story. And we're going to go learn more about King Conan and his son, seemingly. And Jim Zub's going to come in, and he's going to pick up the main title, which I think he wholeheartedly deserves Yes. to have hold of that title. And uh, we'll see where he takes Conan next. I'm excited. But, like... If you were interested at all in Conan, like grab the Aaron run. Yes. Um, it's just a beautifully told story with some really fantastic art. Yeah. And I think it's just totally worth it. Yeah. Um, it's like one of my favorite books that came out. I know. Like, just never thought I would be such a Conan fan. And like, no. I don't know if it's just the storytelling or the way in which they are now like have delved into it with such passion and yeah. love. Each writer who has taken on Conan. I don't know. Yeah. So, it's weird. Conan! That's great. Uh, Sadothani says, dude, that DBZ-inspired Superman punch was amazing. <laughs> um, yeah. Uh, Nathan Alben- Albanese says, can you tell people to support WalkMS at secure.nationalmssociety.org? Just did. Thank you very much. Nailed it. Uh, Mr. Sorry. Mr. Supertastic says, back issues Doomsday Clock soon. No. Uh, but Soups in DC are my childhood heroes, uh, or my childhood. I'm curious if Ethan's perspective as someone has less connection to DC that loves Watchmen since it's, uh, also touching on what happened in their world. Um, yeah, he, I'm looking, I'm looking forward to his, his, uh, opinion. We'll cover it when, uh, we got it, you know? I don't want to do floppies with that book, so. No, and, like, honestly, like, there's, like, some, some schedule changes. Yeah. Uh, for the guy. So it's like that one is definitely going to take a little bit of time. Yep. So that one was definitely going to be scheduled out for a day when everyone has the ability to just be there. Yes. Uh, Source Wall blo- Vlogs, uh, Justice League kept uh, amping it up and then didn't let the story breathe. It should have been a, f- a funeral story where it built up Jean to let us care. Off subject, what's your favorite music and genre? Uh, I like uh, 
you know, uh, alternative and grunge and uh, and some metal. Uh, it's really all over the place. Very eclectic. Yeah, so is mine, honestly. I like alternative. Um, I really, like, it's not, like, a genre. Or I'm sure it is, but I don't know what the genre is. Um, I like uh, Yamaoka from uh, Silent Hill mm-hmm. 2 in particular. I love his music. And I like uh, Lo-Fi and Chill Hop. Right. Because I'm a millennial. <laughs> Demomo says I know you did a crossover episode before but how about an Elseworlds exchange where you and Joel pitch Secret Crisis uh, I'm sure Joel's already done it Secret Crisis exactly I'll, uh, I'll pitch one with you I think we named it Secret Crisis when we did it already yeah so just watch ours <laughs> uh, and the Batman point says here's some money uh, here take some money I'm too busy right now <laughs> well thank you thank you very much enough point for you there you go thanks Batman um, so yeah, uh, X-Men and then we'll talk about Marvel a little yeah. bit. Uh, so X-Men number f- six, five came out. Uh, it was, th- this was for me, like, I mean, not just because I think RB Silva, Sylvia, uh, did it. Silva. Uh, and so it felt like Hox and Pox again, yes. but it's also like, no, I'm doing something. We're doing something. Something's again. happening. Because, like, because, uh, Lionel U is fast. Yeah. There's no reason not to have him do the book that he was assigned to do, and he even did the cover. Maybe he's got something going on. I think it's because Hickman wants you to think of Hawks and Pox mm. because of what's going on. Yeah. Uh, so go ahead. No, I just I just told to. All right. Well, uh, <laughs> so Wolverine is chasing after, um, I can't remember her name, but uh, she's a character that was set up earlier. Yeah, it's in here. Because my brain is coming literally with, like, the worst name possible, Mm -hmm. which is not what her name is. Mm -hmm. It's gone now. Cool. (laughs) Well, anyway. uh, My brain's coming up with Syzygy, which is not. No. Serafina. Serafina. There it is. Thank you. Uh, Thanks, Brain. Wolverine's chasing Serafina, and he's, like, it's funny because of how important it is that they catch her, but Wolverine is being, like, very Wolverine about it, where he's, like, he takes his time. Uh, he's too slow. She gets into like a bunker slash vault mm-hmm. that is below a master mold. Yeah. Yeah. And uh, when she goes inside, it's like a virtual world or something. It's like a, you know, it's, it's something we haven't seen before. Yeah, it's really cool looking. But it's very dope. Uh, but she interfaces with it and it like brings her in. And so they're like, okay, we got to go in there. and We got to get her mm. uh, because, you know, who knows what will happen. <laughs> Uh, but it's part of the whole, like, you know, the Omega Sentinel problem. Anyway. Right. So uh, they enlist a couple of uh, mutants to help with the plan. Mm-hmm. Uh, these mutants involve uh, the return of Laura Kinney, which uh, was a big thing. People were tweeting me this panel. Like, people were posting it on Reddit. Like, just a, a half line where uh, Laura says, I'm I'm Wolverine. Yeah. Like, they call her X-23, and she's like, actually, I'm Wolverine. And then, well, uh, Professor X calls her that. I know. And uh, because Professor X is like an imposter or an asshole or yeah. who knows. But yeah, he says, X-23, who like Wolverine, actually am Wolverine. And then Wolverine says, uh, you, you tell him, kid. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, you were Wolverine when I was dead. And uh, Hickman didn't read any of that. So let's not worry about it. <laughs> but uh, but yeah, so they introduce these, uh, these characters that are going to be integral to their plan. Yep. Uh, they need Darwin. They need Sink. And they need Laura. Yep. Uh, Darwin is going to evolve to survive in this place that they need to go into. Yeah, because uh, there's like a there's some temporal bullshit going yep. on in there. Sink will be able to copy Darwin, and so it's like we have two Darwins. Yeah, just in case. I don't know why we didn't just 
resurrect two Darwins, but whatever. And uh, uh, we don't do that. Yeah, sure. <laughs> and uh, and Wolverine can like not die or whatever. So let's just stick her. Well, in there the, she has a healing property, and so therefore she should be able to uh, resist the like temporal shock or wave or whatever. There's like something that's gonna have rift, rift yes. something. When they go in there, it's gonna really mess them up. Yes. And sh- her healing factor will be able to get her through it. Yes. Uh, well, the problem is uh, when they're in there, it's gonna be like, oh god. The plan is like it's going for them. It's going to feel like a thousand years. Or well, something yeah, because like time will actually pass like that. Yeah, but they have several to, thousand years. But they have to get out. Yes. In order to be resurrected with the information that they have. Right, because we can't just like let you die. Or because like, there. well, if they die, they it's for nothing because they didn't get the info because uh, Cerebro can't see inside the vault. Yes. And so, in order for them to get this information, they have to get back out for a professor to copy their brains and then resurrect them. Yep. So, uh, you know, they go and they go in. Yeah. But the first they had to have like a whole, like, this is where I thought it was interesting that like, they talked about like how, um, like it's a, it's a, a report about sync yes. that when he came back, cause he'd been dead for a while mm-hmm. and that like, it had some negative effects on him because yes. like so much time had gone by yeah. that like he was a little off right? because like, like students, that he knew as students were no longer students anymore. And like people had gone past him and he didn't really know anybody and Mm -hmm. all that. But also like when they ran like danger room or like whatever simulations and he'd be like, you know, not even danger room, but like he's someplace else. Um, but, um, that he was more peak. Like he was at like a, like a, like 4% increase in his physicality. Yes. And that like the five are clearly like consciously or subconsciously making changes and fixing things. Yeah. And so like they're coming out better. Right. Better. Yeah. In their <laughs> mind. Yeah. Um, so somebody, I was like, Oh, that's, that's dangerous. Somebody misinterpreted what we said that like, they thought we were saying these are new characters. No, at no point do we say that. I'm just saying like, oh, these yeah, are characters no. that they were introduced to the story because they weren't in the book earlier. Yeah. No, these are just like, hi, like we've been dealing with classic X-Men for Yeah, most but of Hey, this, here's Darwin. <laughs> but like, Hey, let's, let's chat with exactly. these guys for a little bit. But um, I like that. The Hickman's like, let me take a minute and just explain to you like why some of these characters aren't children. Even if they died as children or whatever, right? Like they're and upping, they're bringing yeah. them up to speed. Well, yeah, physically. <laughs> and also, um, they mentioned that like they were also like they brought back like skin, yeah. before they were supposed to, just because of the fact that it was like it helps if someone who's been gone for a while comes back with others that they know. Yes. And I was like, that's interesting. That, that there's actually something probably there's behind a, that. Yeah, there's like a whole process, which yeah. I, really, I really dig. Yeah. Um. So, it, it's actually an interesting blend, like the the like physical setup of the book where you have like a blend of like art and his text because like, it's all about technology and it's also interesting. Like the dichotomy of what's happening in the vault because like, uh, Serafina comes back and like, there's like an analysis of what's been going on. Yeah. that Like the rest of her team Mm -hmm. is deceased. Yeah. And then they're brought back like level two. Right. Which is kind of what they described happening with the five. Yeah. You know? And I was like, Oh, much like we saw with like, like in the X, like two mm-hmm. and like three, like Heather's like, yeah. it's like dichotomy with what they're doing currently with Perkoa. Yes. You know? So it's like, and we, they mentioned where it's like, you know, post-human and like, you know what I mean? Like, yeah. I'm like, mm-hmm. well, and it, it's funny. Cause it's, uh, it's also talking about how, um, I remember this, like the idea of like improving them and fixing them kind of sounds very sinister. 
yeah. where it's like mixing genomes. Right. There's actually a whole book that's dedicated to that. It's about like the characters that Sinister's whipping up. Right. But it's also like has to do with like the, the concept just in general of evolution because evolution yeah. is meant to be like something that like betters a species based on like the environmental needs. Mm-hmm. And it's like they're assisting with that. Like they're exactly. furthering that. Yeah. And how much more will the five do? Right. You know, and like they also mentioned that Sync was brought back as like a fail safe for one of the five in case they couldn't handle or something happened to them. Yep. And then it turns out it wasn't so bad for them. No, in fact, when they do it it more, they love it. It restores them. Like, it makes them feel good. Yeah, they said it's euphoric. Yeah. It's just more creepy, weird shit for the (laughs) X-Men. They're just gonna kill people just to bring them back. Yeah, oh, it feels great. (laughs) But, uh, yeah, so uh, the X-Men, like, kind of create a diversion where they attack it and then they retreat and Storm gets, like, badly injured. She doesn't. She gets blasted and she's kind of like, mm. I love how Storm, like, because Storm has been all about, like, yeah, Krakoa! I make, like, I watch my brothers and sisters die, but I don't actually go out anymore. And then she goes out for like half a second for like a fake mission and she's like, gets hurt. She's like, this is bullshit! She helps with the Marauders. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, she watched Kitty die. But she was like, she was this there. is horseshit! Yeah. So, yeah, but I like that moment. But anyway, so then the, like, Darwin and Sink and, and, and Laura go in there and like, you know, the, the interface is like, like, oh, hey, you're yeah. in. And like, I think, what was it, Sink? Who's like, oh shit! Yeah. <laughs> like it, like it immediately is like, oh, this is this is an infection, like something's yeah, there's like, an infection, it's a foreign body. Yep, it's, it's, get over here. No shit. Yeah. And then uh, Cyclops has like a back and forth with Professor X, where he says like, so how long has it been? He's like, it's been about three months. And he goes, so how long has it been for them? Uh, probably five hundred and thirty-seven years and some change. Yeah. Like so far, and Cyclops like feels guilt. Right, because it's like. They may not, I mean, they could be brought back, but like. Well, and like, maybe they're not dead, but like also, we probably should have heard back from them by now. Right. And I guess against their protocol, they can't really bring them back unless they actually know for certain that they are dead. That's right. So. Which is fair. Yeah. But yeah. So, uh, it's setting things up and it's just like, hey, just because we've introduced the golden girls and plant people doesn't mean we're not still going to deal. Yeah. Like, like, don't forget, like there's still stuff going on. We killed mother mold, but like, that's not the end. Right. Uh, so that was kind of cool. I was like, oh, this is like, it felt like it mattered. I was like, this is really kind of important. So yes. let's talk about that. No, it, it definitely did. Yeah. It's funny. I just opened up my browser and it was to that Dunkaroos. Oh, yeah. They're bringing back Dunkaroos. I was like, <laughs> Dunkaroos. But, uh, yeah. Um, so uh, the last thing I want to leave you guys on is that uh, the big game, people can't legally say Super Bowl. So they put big game, like the big game trailer. Uh, oh really? Yeah, Marvel dropped the big game trailer, and because uh, people, we've been talking about this for a while. How like there's there's very little like movie news, right? And movie right. hype, and mm-hmm. like Phase Four is kind of like who gives a shit. And uh, so now finally here is some stuff to talk about, and the stuff to talk about is the Disney Plus series. Yes. Um, and they they teased, and I was like shocked by how much was pulled, and it's just that says everything about how slow it's been. Right. Because, like, I saw so much pulled from these few seconds, Mm -hmm. and it's, like, really short. (laughs) But they jammed a lot of stuff in. Right, Um, right. By the way, the the, the soonest that we will see anything of this Mm -hmm. is August. Yeah, it's really far off. Like, like, literally, like, the soonest in 2020 you will see anything is August, and then it'll all be basically in 2021. Right. It's just that someone recognized that very few people are excited about the Eternals. So here's something. Uh, so the things we got to see were uh, Falcon Winter Soldier, uh, WandaVision, and uh, the other one. Loki. Oh, Loki. Loki. Uh, so 
first of all, before we get into that, uh, what do you think? Like, which one? Which one are you most hyped for? Um, you know, I think I'm gonna be the most hyped for honestly the uh, Falcon Winter Soldier one, just because I think like I love those two actors. Yes. You know what I mean? Um, look wise, obviously the WandaVision one had the most like visual like uh, dazzling. You yes, know what I mean? they're like, doing something. Yeah, there's something there, yeah. and like. You know, through like just those like shots that we saw, we're like trying to like formulate what might actually be happening here, and it might actually uh, encapsulate the like craziness mm-hmm. that like Wanda Maximoff has experienced yeah. in comics. Um, so that's kind of cool. Like, it looks neat. Um, I'm sure Loki will be fun. Right. But, like, I'm not, I don't know why I'm not super excited for Well, we it. saw, I think they showed you a shot of Loki. Yeah. But he's wearing a shirt that represents, it's from, like, the Time Variance Authority. So he's, like, arrested, or he's, like, an agent of theirs. Or right. There's so little we know, but we do know that, like, there's a reference to that. Yeah. And so, like, I'm guessing that Loki's going to use the Space Stone. People are talking about how he's going to go into the multiverse. And I'm like, right. that's not how the Space Stone works. Or at the very least, it wasn't. Yeah. It just took you places. But okay, I guess it takes you through time or it goes through dimensions or whatever. I don't know. But I'm excited to see it because like, A, Tom Hiddleston is he's, unbelievably he's charismatic. Yeah. Uh, and and also, I love the idea of, of, of Loki, A, being back and B, mm-hmm. being like, being pursued or in, in conjunction with the like an you know sector 31 or whatever like yeah. a, like a, a group of people who are chasing him or working with him in in time mm-hmm. through the marvel universe that's exciting like we're really leaning into the fact that we've been building this universe for 10 years because falcon winter soldier like i love the setup it's falcon practicing with the shield yeah and then we see wyatt uh russell as u.s agent later yeah and he's got the shield so like clearly the u.s government's like yeah no you're not gonna be captain america like we have a captain america set up and he's gonna go to the super bowl and, and wielding this like you know the shield and stuff like it's just like that's that's so you can't say that no i can't the big game he's gonna be at the big game but like he it, that idea of like the government stepping in and being like yeah black guy can't be captain america sorry if that is what they're gonna do well, we'll is see. like more I mean... mature than i would have given this this series credit for right I'm like excited to see that concept or at the very least like the, like literally they might as well call the series who will wield the shield, even though we know it's going to be Falcon. Maybe, maybe uh, Wakanda will make another one. (laughs) Yeah. Right. I hope not. No, I want one shield. (laughs) The shield carried over. Well, they'll be like, they will be cap shield and they'll be like the other shield. Yeah. Like another shield. You have this little little shield. Well, Taskmaster has a shield too. Who who made that? Lots of shields. No, but that's true. Yeah. Except for shield. Except for shield itself, which is destroyed and it'll come back. (laughs) Maybe they should call the book Shields, or the the, the show Shields. No, that would be very confusing. Bring back Shields, like the organization. Get, right. Who's going to wield the shield? I do hope we get to see more of their interaction together because I like That's exactly I like the chemistry of those two actors and like them both being friends and cohorts of Captain America at different times. Yeah, it's fun to see having gone very different through uh, through different experiences. Right. Well, two dudes who are friends because they were friends with another person. Yeah. And he's gone now. Are we friends? Yeah. Like, is what? that what that means? We didn't really hang out. Yeah. We were only hung up because Steve was around, but now he's in time. Right. They were the ones that worked together fighting um, Spider-Man, right? Yes. Yes, they did. They were both, they both got their asses handed to them by a 15 year old boy, um, which was great. Uh, you know, delightful sequence, but yeah, yeah no, I'm, I'm hyped for those two. Um, that sounds like a fun story. I think all of them get six issues or six episodes. Yeah. I'm so used to talking about comics, uh, but yeah, six episodes per show or whatever uh, or it is. Series. I don't care. 
I love that. Yeah. Brevity. Like it allows us to like have fun and tell one story. It's not going to feel bloated or it's not, we're not going to get like the clip show episode Mm -hmm. or some friggin' like thing. You know what I mean? Like we're not going to do the TV thing. Like it's going to feel like the Mandalorian where it's like, this is just, this is the best, this is the best Star Wars sequel I've ever seen. Well, I mean, WandaVision probably will feel like a clip show because clearly it's going through the different eras of time, of TV. Yeah. I got, I love Lucy, uh, Brady Bunch. It's Dick Van Dyke. Dick Van Dyke. Not fair enough. I don't actually know. <gasps> eh, it looks more like Vic, Dick Van Dyke. Eh, eh. It could be either. I think it's a I don't blend. Know. But like we got uh, the you Brady... got black and white. You yep, got the like Brady 70s, Bunch 70s. You got the 80s. Yeah. 90s. And the 90s. Yeah. So it's like clearly just. Which well, going... ironic because it's Elizabeth Olsen. What? Mary Kate and Ashley are her sisters, and they were like stars of a 90s sitcom. What? Elizabeth Olsen is related to the Olsen twins. Are you? What? Yeah. Doesn't she look a little bit like them? What? Yeah. Are you, are you, are you for no, real? No, I mean it. Yeah. That's, she's related. She's of the Olsen twins fame. She's younger than them. What? I think. What? Anyway. <laughs> Regardless, it seems like she's trying to figure out like, uh, like her, it's almost as though she only knows a nuclear family via TV. And so yeah. she's trying to make it work. I love that there, idea. And that's like really messed up and cool. I have a friend who was, who, who genuinely has said he was raised by television. Yeah. And I mean, I think we, all of us feel a connection to that. And so like, there's maybe something that like hits some people in ways they didn't anticipate. Yeah. And also probably it will have some sense of humor to it. So yeah. Right. No, <laughs> I, I'm hyped. Uh, I don't care about Wanda. Like when I, all the hype for WandaVision, I was like, who cares? <laughs> like who cares about WandaVision? What a dumb name. Doesn't make any sense. Blah, blah, blah. The idea of like a, a six episode story about, Wanda Maximoff or Wanda the Miracle uh, becoming <laughs> Scarlet Witch yeah. is admittedly exciting and cool. We even get a, a shot of the twins. Mm. Like we're getting a lot of cool stuff. And, you know, I, I, was, I, was, I was a little sad that we didn't just like snap everyone back to life. We didn't get like vision back. They didn't fix them, you know? So I'm like excited to see that we're getting like, Vision back, yeah. even though I think Vision is like a sign of, like, I think I think Vision is a sign of like overcomplicating the Avengers. Like, and don't forget about the sentient robot. Like, oh my god. But uh, I like Paul Bettany. I like his. Portrayal. I like her. I like him a lot. Like, I, I oh, yeah. like him as an actor, even I if know. he says yes to. Even if he was in Priest. He said, and and uh, was he in Legion? I think he was in Legion. Yeah, he said yes to some projects Both that were not uh, right for him. Yeah. It was not, he was just like, why not? Yeah. No, I'm, but, uh, but yeah. And, uh, and by the way, to, to like, just further extrapolate on the Olsen thing. Yeah. I'm sorry. I don't necessarily research celebrities no, to I, find out their family lineages. Right. <laughs> I just, I don't care about their, like where they came from kind of thing. No. Like, can you act or can you not? She can. That's Better all, than them, by the way. That's all I care about. Yeah. So I, I apologize internet for not knowing. No, that's funny. That's... Like, I think that's great. It's like, <laughs> Uh, yes, it turns out, like, there was a member of the Olsen family who could act. Hey! Uh, and didn't need to resort to direct-to-VHS detective stories. Remember the Olsen twins direct-to-VHS detective stories? No. Uh, but anyway, yeah. <laughs> uh, I, uh, from, I went from, like, casual indifference to, like, I'm, I'm gonna watch the show. Right. I like, mean, I'm really kind of yeah. like, this is gonna be a cool show. Mm-hmm. And I really like the idea, especially if they are gonna carry over the idea that Wanda's gonna be in Doctor Strange 2. Mm-hmm. Like, I love that idea yeah, that, yeah, like, yeah. she does explore the well, multiverse. Well, we'll, see, we'll or... see what happens with that. Well, yeah. I mean, that might be a Disney mandate, though, where the, like, I'm that sure needs it is. to happen. Yeah, no. She needs to be in that movie because 
you gotta sell this subscription. <laughs> you want to know what she's all about? You gotta watch that show. That's right. You better figure it but out. I'm, I'm, I'm hyped for that because I'm gonna watch the show. I am gonna see this. <laughs> And the, the and the Loki show, I think it's a horrible logo, but I really am excited for the uh, Time Variance Authority thing. And I, I, and I like Loki, and I don't care. Like, you know what? More excuses. Like, it, it's like, yeah, if you were going to do a show just about... I, I could watch Chris Evans be Captain America all day long. So it's like, you want to do a Chris Evans show? I'm down. Like, you cast everyone perfectly. I watch an Ant-Man show, a Thor show. I'm, I'm down, any of them. So they're all great. Like, I'm excited. Chris Evans is not going to do a Captain America show. Uh, no, he's not. That's but, why... But he will do a I'm from Boston... Big game act. <laughs> yeah, he will stand next to like Rachel Dretch and do a hilarious and, and yell accent. at uh, what's his name? I don't remember. Really, you don't remember The Office? What's his name? Oh, John Krasinski. John Krasinski. You mean Mr. Fantastic? You know they cast Emily. They're talking to Emily Blunt. She might be a Mr. Fantastic woman. Wouldn't it be amazing if because they're married in real life? Their chemistry isn't is 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 palpable. Have you seen A Quiet Place? Yep. Yeah, I've seen it. Overrated. <laughs> A little bit. Their chemistry is great. His chemistry with Pam's better. Maybe Pam should be an invisible woman. I was clearly just going to leave that there for y'all to get mad about. Yeah. Just go ahead. I, I'm just the kind of person who just likes acting, man. <laughs> I love John Krasinski. I think he's great. Yeah. No, I, I he do. could be Reed Richards. I don't care. I don't care. It's fine. You could be great as Reed Richards. Whoever they pick. Yeah, they probably have a plan. Right. Spot. Fine by me. I don't care, but like I'm, you know. But these these shows, they look dope. Like I'm I'm hyped. Thank like you. I love the idea of there being like, like a like the U.S. government being like, we didn't get to pick Captain America last time. Well, you did. We didn't pick it. Some German scientist picked it. Well, it wasn't working. No. Like oh no, they, they picked him. He was he had the right personality. Yeah, no, but they're all dead. All those dead people. Like, you know, all those people in the we great We want to pick our Captain America. Yeah. No, 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 no. They, 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 we don't need an old guy. Like, they hired him. He was part of S.H.I.E.L.D. He, literally, they brought him into S.H.I.E.L.D. And, they, and then he was like, I'm going to torch the whole goddamn thing. And they're like, oh. <laughs> <laughs> like, we need, a, we need a more complacent Captain America. A Captain America who's going to, like, take a minute before he decides to destroy our, our spy organization. So you think the Winter Soldier's going to do that? Oh, no. They picked the U.S. agent. Oh. Okay. No, Winter Soldier and, and Falcon are like, hey, yeah, okay. what's with this U.S. agent? I love it. I, and the suit looks great. I, 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 Wyatt Russell, like, it's Kurt Russell's little kid. That's so great. I love that his name's Wyatt. I know. That dude loved playing Wait, Wyatt. hang on. Wait, Wyatt Russell is Kurt Russell's son? Yeah, believe it or not. I care about Kurt Russell, though. I do like Kurt Russell. <laughs> I love Tombstone. So I would know that. I love the I thing. Love the thing. Yeah. That That's is my, my answer to that statement. <laughs> that is my favorite Kurt Russell movie of all time. Yeah. But I love that God, he... he's so good. I love that he loves Tombstone so much. He's like, I'm going to name my kid after the character I played. By the way, don't make another Thing movie. Yeah, no. No more Things. They're going to do it. They're talking about it. Just re-release the Stop Thing. Stop it. Stop it. By the way, if you haven't already, you should watch the Thing on Blu-ray. It's gorgeous. Oh, it's such a good movie. Just a great transfer. Uh, Nathan Berg... How does uh, Matthew Arnold's critique of machinery resemble and differ from Plato's critique of Doxia or of Doxa? Well, I look forward to your paper on that subject. Uh, so thank you very much for your question. Uh, Dmorphin11 giving us an emoji of what looks like a pear man or bird giving the thumbs up. Thank you. I like seeing these like little emojis. They're stickers. cute. They're fun. Uh, but thank you very much for your contribution, man. Um, Jack O'Connell. I had the same reaction when I found out they were related. Those crappy kid movies were all over the RTE when I was going growing up in the 2000s. I know. 
Yeah, it's really bizarre. To be to be perfectly honest with you, yeah, in a, in a million years I would have never put that together because I don't consider those other people. Right. I don't all. think about the Olsen twins. The last time I thought about them was when I found out they were not going to be in Fuller House, which is the thing I didn't. Which watch. I didn't. Yeah. <laughs> because why would you? It's for children. Like it's a <laughs> uh, flash pool with Wanda in DS two. Uh, could this be a multiverse-related thing? Yes, I think it will be. Or at the very least, like, it'll be Wanda kind of, like, creating pocket universes. It'll be more like a Franklin Richards thing. You know, where she's like, no, I made a universe where, like, Vision could be. And, you know, the conflict, of course, is going to be the Vision's like, you can't just make me out of nothing. They, I'm sorry, go ahead. No, what? That's no, it. No, 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 I was going to say, like, I don't know what made me think of this, but I was like, they should put Justin Hammer in one of the shows. <sighs> Please! Justin Hammer is the money behind US Agent. Yeah. Please! Just do anything with Justin Hammer. Right? Yeah. Justin Hammer could have been Walton Goggins' character in Ant-Man 2. He should have been Yellow Jacket. If they they don't want to put him back in the movie, put him in the show. Put him in the shows! They still under contract. Right? Like, come on! By the way, did you notice when they did the thing with with the Marvel Studios logo, (laughs) it switched from red to blue for the the shows. Oh, interesting. And I was like, DC is blue. You can't do that. But they're like, how care. about this? How about that, huh? Like, how about screw you and your and your reds and blues? So they're like, no, no, no. You, Marvel Studios is 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 you know it's all Wonder One thing, but the shows are blue and the movies are red. Hmm. I'm like, maybe. you know why? I mean, the Disney Plus app is blue. Like the icon for it is blue, exactly. and so they're probably trying to keep it within the branding of that. It's all about just branding. Like, but like Disney Plus is blue. They probably did a lot of like research on that about what color most would attract someone, yeah. or like not be construed as being too kid or too oh, whatever. Yeah, no. And so then like they're like, now that this is there, we make it blue to go with that branding. Yes. Oh, <laughs> I was just reminded. I forgot Baron Zemo's the main villain of. Uh, That's right. Yeah. So it's not Justin Hammer, but well, he, I mean he, he can still, still be, be in there. But yeah, and Zemo's gonna wear the mask. Which is fantastic. He won't act like... He won't be Baron Zemo. You don't know. He'll be that guy. But maybe, in a, maybe in a Baron Zemo mask. Well, at least he'll have the mask. At least he won't be Cloud Door Mammo. Yeah. Yeah. Cloud Mammo. Cloud Mammo. He shows... I mean, he is physically there. At least the bar, the bargain was cool. Yeah. It was the only Doctor Strange thing that happened in that movie. Yeah. I'm just saying. Like, you, you, you started out... Well, you, 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 Let's start with Dormammu. Like, right up there. You're, yeah. you're like... Let's set up to Baron Mordo. Let's set him up. Let's completely change... That. The origin of Strange. Mm-hmm. And... And then he'll fight Dormammu at the end. Choices yeah. were made. Well, that way in Doctor Strange 2, he can fight Baron Mordo. Like... I think they should go, just go Umar and then just go back to the Dark Dimension. Right. No, well, that'll do it. It'll probably be Shumagorath. I want that. Well, when it was like the, the multiverse, multiverse of, of madness, madness, I was like, yeah! That'd be kind of cool, it's actually, if it's like... Shumagorath is but like, where are you going to go then? Yeah, well, then you don't do any more. Oh, okay. I mean, the fact is, like, they're not going to make any more Captain America movies. They got the show. <laughs> like, there's only three, you know? Anyway, well, thank you so much for hanging out hey, with Cloud us. Hey, Cloud Mammu is uh, trademarked. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, copyright comic pop. Anyway, thank you so much for hanging out with us. Uh, we'll get to recommendations next week. We want to thank you so much for hanging out with us and watching this episode and listening to it over on Spotify. Yeah. Uh, if you haven't already, don't forget to like this video, subscribe to our channel. It helps us out. And, of course, mm-hmm. you'll get updates for everything that's coming out this week. Uh, there's a lot coming out this week. We got Off the Rack, Elseworlds, uh, Back Issues, Letters Pages Returning, and... Uh, that's a lot. And more. Yeah, and we got five videos And this episode was almost two hours. That's true. Yeah, I apologize for the length of the episode. That was <laughs> literally like, tw- like 35 minutes for me. Uh, just just yelling, and I apologize. 
But uh, we want to thank you so much for hanging out with us. Thank you, Tiffany, for being on the show. Sure. We'll see you guys next time with an all new episode. Of course, uh, that's it. So thanks a lot for hanging out. We'll see you guys then. I'm Sal. I'm Tiffany. So long, everybody. Bye, guys. Bye.